The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Dear listener, thank you, Mr. George Galloway. And thank you, Mr. George Galloway's delightful family for bringing um, an air of class. And one of them was actually the Batman. A sense of security previously unknown in this location. Dear listener, this is the late night... That was a good uh, little music cut there for me. Well done. This is the late night alternative on Friday. And uh, God damn it, um, guys... We are declaring independence from the thugs, the mindless drones that run talk radio. The late night alternative is um, is declaring independence. We are going to be, along with your help, guys, a free state separate from the fascist bully boys that are running this place. Catherine, are you with me? Well, I am, until they march in here and tell us to pipe down and do what we're told. They can kiss my chuddies. I am tempted to push that sofa against... In fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, Catherine, how will I, I get out? Well, don't worry about that. Well, I want you, the, you to show the periscope as I'm doing this. So, so that's it. We're going to move the sofa in front of... The the studio door. It's a fire hazard. Don't do much about that. It's a it's a, a vive la revolution. We're in. You can fire off. Yeah, we go. Where are we going to go to the toilet? Um, there's a waste paper bin here. I'm going to empty. We've got a waste paper bin. Going to empty that. Empty that. 
This is for toilets. This is for our toilets. This is happening, Catherine. I'm not messing around. This is not one of those silly half ass radio pranks. This show is now in deep. What have you found? A broken bong. Magic cigarettes. Wow. Um, this is... I'm really out of breath from pushing that sofa along. I'm really, really out of breath from doing that. The show is now an independent state. If you're with me, 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. If you're against me, 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. I don't know how you can be against me. Alan, you're with us, aren't you? Viva la revolution! Viva la revolution, Alan Caddick! Oh, feel good to be part of a revolution. Oh, God, it feels... It feels... What? Sorry, what? Big up the communists. Well, hang on a second. I didn't... I don't... Um, Catherine, did I say we were going to be communists? No, certainly not. I don't think we're going to yeah, be... Because they, they started the revolution. Well, I think revolutions happen, you know, in capitalism, in communism. I think, you know, let, let, I've not yet decided um, which way our political flag will fly... So I don't know if we're necessarily going to be communists. Whichever way the flag flies, it will be Ian's way. Oh, I think we God! Can guarantee that. It's my flag. Communards. Yeah, well, well, vive la communards. That's not bad, actually. What was the communards' big hit? Don't leave me this way. Don't leave me this way. Oh, baby! I like the communards. I like the communards. Um, and one of them was on Strictly, and he's a reverend. Um, yes, he was, the Reverend Richard, uh, Coles. Rush, Richard Coles, that's the fella. Um, yeah, he was, he, well, he is a reverend, but I don't think he's a proper reverend. Yeah? Mm, mm. I don't think he is. Yeah. Mm, I think he, isn't he slightly one of those, it's not like he couldn't, he couldn't go into a normal church and do a, <laughs> do a, do a prayer. <laughs> he absolutely could. Mm, I don't he's think. He's Anglican, isn't he? Mm, I don't think he is. I think he's Mickey Mouse. <gasps> I think he's we a Mickey... better just check this. I think he's a Mickey Mouse. No, he's Mouth. a Church of England priest. I, I don't know. I don't think he is. He is. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not. I He couldn't, for example, marry people. Yes, he could. Mm, <laughs> you wouldn't... You wouldn't... He wouldn't be allowed to baptise a baby. Yes, he can. Well, yeah, no, no, if that's necessarily the case, I don't think he's a proper one. <gasps> I don't think he's a proper what one. What makes you doubt it? I'm sure I read an, an article somewhere that said he got it off the internet. No! Yeah, we might have that Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson became a priest. Could be that, that Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson became a priest. It could Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, Alan. Yeah. It could be what I'm thinking of. Anyway, tonight, it's, it, tonight is the night when to become one. I need your love like I never needed love before. Alan? Gonna make love to you, baby. I had a little love. Now I'm back for more. Set your spirit free. It's the, it's the only, only way, way to be. be. You, you, yeah, go on. I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, you sing a Spice Girl song and I'll do the backing vocals on yours, Alan. That seems only fair. Seems only fair. Uh, I'm giving you everything. Well, my joy and bring. This I swear. This I swear. Um, Telling you all my love, won't you promise me you'll be there? I'll say you'll be there! 
I want you to sing it with me. This time, when two are together, you can see what happened there before. Ah. And if put two and two together, you can see how I'm wanting some more. Does anybody say you love me? Gonna make you understand. I'll give you everything on this, I swear. Just promise you'll always be there. Hey! Um, Giving you everything, more than joy can bring. Bitch, I swear. Oh, this I swear. Well, I promise me, won't you promise me, we'll be there. Yeah, I want you. Can't do the harmonica bit. No, I think we've, I think we've, um, I think we've battered that one into the ground somewhat, Alan. And Alan! I, and I'm getting some abuse from Periscope from Nigel. Well, Nigel, get stuck. You dropped the F-bomb. Well, right. Well, here's the thing, right, Nigel. You're giving abuse to the general of the army of the late-night alternative, General Alan Caddick. Alan, you have full permission from me to use military force up to and including nuclear bombs to defend this show, yeah. this studio, and Kath. And Kath. And if anyone's rude to you on Are Twitter... You ready to phone in? Right, right, phone in, phone in then, Nigel, you loser, because you're, you're dealing with General Alan Caddick, who has got, he has got um, his finger... On, on the button. On my red button. Oh, That's where his finger is. He's not calling in, Alan. I don't see anybody calling in. No one else is calling in. I think they're all scared of me, because I've got my finger on the trigger. Yeah, well, he's got a trigger and he's got a button. Alan, you go and you go on Periscope and you nuke them if you need to, buddy. Oh, the friends are coming on board now. Okay, thank you very much indeed. I didn't get that last bit, and to be honest, I lost interest about four minutes ago. Um, but Alan is right. Let's write this down. So, General Alan Caddick, what do you want to be? Me. Um, I'd like to be. Um, can I be the head of the secret police? Oh, yes, mate, yes. Um, head of secret police is Kath. I also want the power to do anything that I want. I'm, uh, well, you're the head of secret police, you yeah, got it. Any means necessary. I think just to, to, to avoid confusion in this coup, that's what it is, guys. It's a coup, it's a revolutione. We have moved, if you, if you, don't, if you don't believe me, we've barricaded ourselves in. I don't know if you can see that. Um, we might need some more. Shall I, shall I demonstrate? Let's put, just put the light on. Put that that light on because I want people to see. And we'll leave it on because we're going to. Nope, that's there. We go. We've barricaded ourselves in, guys. This is happening. Uh, so so far, this is what we've got. We've got the head of the secret police is Catherine Boyle, General Alan Caddick, and I've given him full permission to use um, anything up to and including the uh, ultimate weapon, uh, and that is one of his farts. Um, and I think just to avoid confusion, we'll have that extension. Yeah, no, I was just thinking that, handy. Just to avoid confusion, I think I'm going to make myself king, just because then we all know where we stand. King? Yeah, king, King Ian D- Lee. I think that's a bit low for you. No, 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 no. no. Supreme leader. No, 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 no. I, I, 
I like to keep it old school, Kath. And I know what you're saying, Supreme Leader. I know what you're saying. But are we but... talking old school king, though? Divine right, you know, uh, so oh, absolute power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, no well. presidents involved here. And by the way, when she says absolute power, she means after we finish this show at one o'clock, we are driving to Golden Square and we are taking over absolute radio. We'll start with absolute 80s because they'll be all a bit fey. Then uh, we'll leave absolute 90s until last. We'll do absolute 80s, absolute classic rock. We'll get them when they're in the chill out room. Yeah, we four. go. Absolute and then absolute 90s. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So we're going to take over everything, guys. If you want to be part of this, you better start phoning now because this really is going to be one of the hottest nights on the revolution calendar. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to watch us on Periscope, I'm advertising live nudes. I hate to say it. That's clickbait, and you fell for it. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. You can, of course, call in about anything you want tonight, but tonight there is one thing in the air, and it's the smell of revolution and the smell of burning hair. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, you can Skype late night alternative, one word. And just a quick tip. If I say online that I'm not doing a show tonight or there's no Periscope, ignore that. I'm just doing that because we've got those kids that are trolling us. And it, it's just a little bit annoying. That's all it is. But I, it, well, it turns out every time I say I'm not on air or there's no Periscope, they ignore us for that night. So... You know, um, hello, Sally, friend or foe? Oh, I'm a friend. Prove it. Um, can I be um, head of your central intelligence? Sensual intelligence? Head of sensual intelligence? That sounds like a rival to my secret police. Well... I'm sure I like that. (laughs) I'd like to keep Kath on her toes. So, hang on a second. So, you want to be the head of... What what did you want to be? Central... Well, like the CIA. Okay. Right, and Kath, you want to be the head of the secret police? Mm. Okay. Um, Which is more like FBI, really. Wowzers. Wow, don't step on my toes if this is my case. Okay, here's the thing, yeah. right? Imagine <laughs> imagine I'm Richard Branson. No, not him. Did you see there was a, um, a weird montage of pictures in the paper of Richard Branson holding women over his shoulder? Yeah. Bums up in the air. You see that? And you do wonder, hmm, I wonder, hmm, why is he, that's a strange uh, pose uh, that he's uh, been taking there with supermodels and pop stars. <laughs> um, okay, Catherine, um, I am, um, I'm Theopathetith from the Dragon's Den. I invented hummus. For two years, my wife believed that he made his money from inventing hummus. When I was first pregnant, I used to call um, my um, unborn child Theo. Oh. Theo the fetus. Well done. You see, they've got... Because all the original (laughs) dragons have gone now, right? But they've got a bloke... I watched two episodes of this new series of Dragon Den. Tika Suleiman. I thought it was was Theopathetus. Yeah, he's... uh... He looks exactly like Theopathetus. It's a weird that, that I, but I'd like to, um, I would love one of the ex-dragons, one of the ones who's not got as much money as they used to, Duncan Bannatyne after the divorce, coming in and saying, hello, dragons, I've got an idea. You give me my job back on Dragon's Den. Where's he and, been? I'll, and I will give you, for £50,000 a year, and it will give you 25% of my, uh, my ass. <laughs> and they go, Will, Will, Will Duncan, Peter Jones says, Will, Will Duncan, mm, it's an interesting offer. Um, I've got quite a lot of experience in this field. I am a dragon, the only surviving member. Are we willing to go half with Deborah? Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> well, Duncan. Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd want, I'd want fifty percent of your ass. <laughs> I'd, I'd, if I 
I'm coming into your ass. Oh, I want fifty no, percent of it. <laughs> That's too far. That's too. Is that too far? Catherine, yeah. produce me then. Catherine, produce me. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but here's the thing. We've no. I can't allow it. I'm afraid because we've got oh. the head of secret police. But I could always use a henchman. More FBI, CIA is more intelligence. I'll let you sort this one out. Please. I have a far-reaching, little reaching, bit awkward. I have a far-reaching remit. I'm afraid you're going by Western standards. We're not. We're not playing by those rules anymore. By the way, Kath, do you, need, right. to, do you need to do a toilet? Because I've got the bucket here. If you need to do a toilet, not yet. You okay. know about it. There'd be glitter and rainbows <laughs> everywhere. Um, here's here's what I'm going to suggest, Sally. And I hope. Okay. Please don't take this the wrong way. I want you to take this in the way it's in- intended, um, Kath. Mm-hmm. As the head of my secret police, mm. could you take Sally away and give her a, a good torturing? <laughs> Sally, how do you feel about that as a person? Ooh. Could you torture her, please, and find um, out what she knows? I can disappear her for a bit. Would that be... Mm. Would, would that be... OK, Sally, you're disappeared. Oh. There we go. And it's that simple. She, it really is that simple. She loves it. Don't... Here's, a, here's the thing, guys. This, is, this isn't a joke. We're not, we're not doing a piece. This isn't us thinking... Oh, how are we going to win next year's award? No, no, I know, no. let's start doing some themed shows. No, it's not that at all. No, God, no, no, no. This is a proper... I've moved a sofa. Yeah, I'm taking names. We found an extension lead under that sofa that's going to go home with one of us. Uh, so and, and a load of roaches and rizzlers. This is serious. This is serious. Only phone up if you're playing seriously. Um, Dredge is on the line. Dredge will take it seriously. Good evening, Dredge. <clears throat> Good evening, Dredge. This is uh, Officer Dredge speaking. Officer Dredge uh, reporting... Sir, is that right? Well, I don't know. What are you an officer of? The le? Well, I don't know. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you the head of the? Um... Jesus, is anyone listening to the show? I'm the king. Oh, you're the king. I'm the okay. king of the late nice alternatives. Uh, do you want to go under Alan Caddick? I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. Well, Alan Caddick is the general of the army, right? What am I then? Well, don't I don't know. That. I don't I, even um... know what you are. You've just phoned up and said you're an officer of the le. <laughs> No, an officer, as in an army officer. That was what I was sort of well, driving you, at. That means you're under Caddick. Yeah. You, you have, this. All right, here we go. Right. This is how dumb you are, Dredge. You have not only volunteered for the army. You volunteered <laughs> yeah. to have Alan Caddick as your boss. <laughs> where does I mean? Where does that? Where you know? Whenever we like, we're asked to people ask us to evaluate on a scale of one to ten our own beauty. We always downplay it a bit. So we might kind of think, well, maybe I'm a seven. We'll go. Well, I'm a five and a half, maybe a six. You've done that with your social standing, John. Here's the thing. I've been doing some investigating into you, Dredge. And I happen to know you wear glasses. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Which means you're part of the intelligentsia. Yes. But what I think you should do is drive to Absolute Radio. Yeah, that's happening. Go into Absolute Radio eighties. We have take this. It over, we have this. We have over. this. We have this. This bin for toilets. That's that's coming with us. Well, they might not let you in if you if you're carrying that. Oh no, they oh, will. Do that. They, they, I, st- I still know the the guy on the door. I can be very, okay. I yeah. can be very, very persuasive with my tickling stick. Oh, I've been letting that building within the last. When did I leave that? I left that six years ago. I've been in that building since on my own. Oh yes. oh, yes. But I would. what I would do is yes. I would go into Absolute 80s, take it over, and only play 90s records. And that once would, you've done that, that infiltrate Absolute 90s. Yes. Infiltrate Absolute 90s, only play 80s records. You're going to infiltrate it, right. eh? What do you think about this? I, I like it. Well? 
I like it. Can I this sound is, a note of caution? This is messing with their heads. Well, or ours. Yes. He wears glasses. Oh. They're not to be trusted, hey. these liberally leet. Wow, hang on a second. Right, bearing in mind I just made an off-colour joke that probably will get an off-colour upheld. Um, your actual... You're now into eugenics. You're doing proper no. discrimination. But do Reel you know, back. No, but do you know that there have been dictators who've rounded up everyone who wore glasses because they yes. thought that they were the intelligence. Yes, I know. I know. that um, They did it in China. They executed them all. We can't execute everyone that wears glasses. I'm not saying execute You them. wear glasses. Shh. You're a specky Shh. Becky. John, I tell you what, I've got a special position for you, John. That sounds dodgy. Yeah, don't you worry. It's not under Alan, is it? No, well, it could be. You're going to be my court jester. That sounds good, yeah, I can deal with that. Go on then, entertain me, monkey. Not the monkeys again. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's that's um, dry alternative mm. comedy. I like that. As soon as he's out of favour, though. Uh, oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Skype late night alternative. All one word. Good evening, Angela. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. I'm sorry, I called. No, no. I like to be in the you guys. No. Yeah, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for something. Um, I like to be a deal, guys, because I'm good at technology, so I thought I'd like to be a spy on that. Oh, you want to be a technology spy? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I like this. Cybercrime, how modern. Yeah, we need this. Um, okay, let let me ask you a few questions. Um, have you ever hacked into the Pentagon? Maybe. Is the correct answer. Yes, okay. Um, Kathy, you got any questions for technology spy? What's your highest score at Tekken? Quite high. Okay, okay. This is all looking good. Um, okay, um, uh, have you got an email address? Maybe. Wow, this is brilliant. Angela, you're our tech spy. What we need you to do is we uh-huh. need you to... Um, Can I ask one more question? Yeah, please do. You know this email address that you might have? Mm. Might it be Hotmail or might it be Gmail? Neither. Oh. It's a Yahoo. <laughs> it's a Yahoo, isn't it? You're a yahoo.co.uk? Maybe. There we go. Angela, you got the gig. What we need you to do is we need you to make... Um, uh, we need 20,000 life-size robot bees that can be operated by remote control. Uh, we're going to need those to defend the radio studio when the squares from the fascist talk radio uh, government come and try and force us out of here. Um, so we're going to need 20,000 life-size killer robot bees um, within mm-hmm. the next... by by 11.30, if at all possible. We're going to need you to uh, hack in to um, talk sports frequency and get the listeners from there, because they got, they've got literally ten times the listeners this show has. We need to get them over here and diverted. And also, um, is there any way that you can get me Netflix, but, like, from all around the world? I could give it a go, the talk sports one, but the Netflix might be a problem. Okay, well... You have to have your um, uh, email or your special account, your... What I'm I'm hearing, I'm I'm going to stop you there because I'm the king. What I'm hearing um, is problems, not solutions. Not problems, but... There we go. Thank you very much indeed. She's she's off. I'll give her six weeks if that... She's out. She's gone. She's gone. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Will we just sort it? 
Um, harsh, but yeah, I find it. I find it thrilling the fact that we. I can order people to be disappeared. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle on talk radio for now, um, and with our friends at Time to Change. Um, but I, I guess what we can do is we can change the name of the radio station between 10 and 1 Monday to Friday. We can do that because we're independent. So what we need, <coughs> we need people to work and serve uh, for serve us, work for us. We need that, any role. And, and even if you are a pleb and you know you're a pleb, that's fine. We need plebs. We need people low down the food chain. We need um, uh, bottom wipers and things like that. So that can be you. Or it can be someone highfalutin, 0344-499-1000. We're going to need a new name for this radio station. Um, because we are independent from uh, the fascists at Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative. Long live the revolution! The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here's one law I'm going to pass. It's going to be illegal... For the stars of Gogglebox to appear in adverts during Gogglebox that are done in the style of Gogglebox, right? We were watching Gogglebox, and then Gogglebox went for a break, but then Gogglebox came back on. I'm thinking, this is weird. It's, it's Gogglebox, but it's a little bit different. And then in the bottom it says advertisement. So it's 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 Gogglebox in Gogglebox. This is like... This is like Super meta. And I only just found out what meta meant um, two days ago. I've been saying it. You've been it using a, it a lot. A lot. Because it's a really intelligent word and I, I, I kind of know where it would go, but now I know what it means. What do you think it means? I know exactly what it means. Go on, I bet you don't. Yeah, it's in, you're like, it's, you like it's like the box within the box. So if we no, were, yeah, no, if we were doing, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 meta no, no, is, like, is kind no, of no, 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 in. No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. It means, it, it, it's even more obvious than that, it means self-referential. Yeah. Shut up, you said a box within a box! No. Yes, you did! I know I did, but what I meant was that. <laughs> you just said a box. Oh, yeah, meta means a box within a box. It's from meta. No. <laughs> I never said that. No. It means self-referential. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're doing like a show within a show. Like a wheel within a wheel. <laughs> Never ending or beginning. Never ending heel. Anyway, shush. Um, you better make it good, Hannah. Lima Charlie to the king of the revolution. Oh, say it with a bit of passion. Jesus. Long live the revolution. There we go. Well, I don't want the revolution to live for long. I want it to be brief and bloody. Um, and I, want, I just want new normal service to resume, that we are an independent state. We will have our own flag. We'll have our own logo. This logo behind me will be gone, be replaced by whatever it is. We will have, the radio station will have its own name. We will still obviously get paid by uh, our paymasters here. That will be that will take, That's yeah. going to take a long time to sort that out. I'm, I'm, I'm reckoning another four or five years at least. Um, but right. that's how I see things going. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to be officer of defence. Right. All right. First of all, are you? And secondly, what does that mean? Well, I'm going to protect, help protect you, the revolution, and um, Kadonk. What? No. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Yes. Hello. Yes. I can't hear you. 
Is she there? I'm... Yes. Hello, Hannah? Hello? Hannah? Can... Hello, Hannah? Can she hear me? Can you... You can you, you can't hear. Who? I can. Hello, Hannah? One, two, three. It says you're on my screen. It says you're there, but we can't hear you. She's plugged in. I can hear you. Gone. She's gone. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, bum, telephone if you want to uh, give us one, two, a call. Three. Let's go to uh, Chuck. Good evening, Chuck. Let's hope we don't lose you like we lost Hannah. What have you got for us, Chuck? Hello, Chuck. Do you want to be part of the revolution? Well, I'm wondering whether you need some uh, foreign actors in Yeah, we could do with some foreigners, yes. Right, well, you, you uh, think I, you're I, my, I my, my to, uh, Shut up, Anna, I'm a bloody idiot. Uh, hang uh, on a minute, hang on a minute. Can you hear her? Can you hear her? Is she still there? I'll work your well, uh, Right, Chuck? Yeah? Can you hear Hannah? I can hear her loud and clear, Carrie. Okay, am I fine? Can you really hear her? Because it says... Rima like... Charlie to you. Is she talking now? I think she might have just hung up. Goddamn. Okay. Over. So... Oh, no, she's back. Okay, right, what is she saying? Because we can't hear her. Uh, she said, up your bum. And, uh, Hannah, Hannah, what do you want to say? Up your bum. And she says, up your bum again. That's two up your bum. Probably one for you and one for Gaff. Is there a position to wipe people's bumholes? She says if there's a position to wipe people's bumholes, there isn't. There really, there really, really isn't. That there is no, there is no such position as that. Well, can you tell her to hang up, please? Can uh, you please hang up? Toilet roll. Hang up, Hannah. Can you please hang up, please? What's she saying now? I think she just hung up. Okay, that's great. What a, what a strange. We don't want people like that in. in uh, Definitely not. Let me um, add her to but my you, list. But you want people like me, though, Goddamn. Oh, yes, we do, Chuck. Yes, we blooming yeah. well do. So, what are you going to be? What are you, how are you going to benefit us? Well, I'm thinking we could uh, expel a Trump or two, you know, maybe. That's all. <laughs> Remember, go undercover in the uh, establishment over here with the United States yeah. of America, actually. I okay. think you could be very, very useful to us as a double agent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am, uh, I'm ringing on the secure line. I've learned all about that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I could be a little spy for you. Okay, we could do with a little spy, couldn't we? Yeah. Where, yeah. where, where do you think you could go spying for us, Chuck? Where could we embed you? Uh, well, let's put it this way, John Wayne. I'm coming listed outside the White House in Dallas. There's one in Dallas, is there? Yep. The uh, United States President uh, can see him through his window. What's he doing? He uh, looks like he's on a rowing machine, actually. With his, uh, with his shirt off. So it's a low window, is it? That's why there's only one story, John Wayne, in the White House. Okay. But still, you can see him on a rowing machine. Yeah, it wouldn't that have to be quite a high... Ro- Could you put a rowing machine on a table? No, I can just see his uh, fleshy torso going back and forth, back and forth. Quite sweaty, actually, John Wayne. Puffing and a-panting. 
So if I can get this close to uh, Donald Trump, then uh, maybe I'm better for getting all the way inside. Here's okay. This is it. This is what I, what I want you to do. All right. Before the end of the show tonight, I want a report from inside the White House. Can you do it? I'm sure I can pull a few strings. Well, I've got strings. Can you? Do you want me to pull them for you? Go on then. I'm pulling them. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, I can get inside. Don't you worry. You think you do? You, you, you think you could actually yeah. get inside the White House? I tell you, there's hardly barely anybody here. I could just wander in through the front door if I like. But uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, I tell you what. Um, you do your best. You see if you can uh, get in to the White House uh, and um, come back with a report later on. Uh, okay. Okay. Right, Al, then. Thank you very much for calling. Well, this is uh, really is turning into something else, isn't it? This is something. Love it when a plan comes together. Oh, God. Oh, God. I had the most fun today. I had my boys. I'm so tired. I've had three and a half hours sleep since we last spoke was up at uh, just gone seven to be with my, my boys and a busy day we had to go and buy had to go and buy them some clothes because they will not stop growing and then we uh, came into town and i parked here and they popped in here very briefly and saw all of the people from john holmes's show i don't know any of them so it was weird for everybody suddenly there's me and my two kids and lo- all looking at people well no they weren't looking at people they were being very shy um and then we went to nando's and then we went to see the stick man at the leicester square theater um, and then we did some other bits and pieces. Um, and then we had the best conversation for about an hour about time travel. There's two boys, seven and five, right? And um, <coughs> like um, a, a generation um, almost 40 years ago to the day, just just under 40 years, um, they were really confused and let down by the ending of Superman the movie. You remember this, uh, Lois Lane dies... And Superman makes an unethical, immoral decision to go back in time just to save the bird that he fancies, right? That's it. He's, and he's wrong. He shouldn't have done it. First of all, he shouldn't have done it. And secondly, I, I don't really know if, if Superman doing time travel is canon. I, I, I don't know enough about the Superman universe, but I don't know if Superman flying fast enough is canon. Someone, One of your geeks is going to have to hit me up with the stats on that one. But also it means that uh, in any Superman film, he goes, ah, oh, I didn't like the way that ended. I'm just going to fly around the Earth, make it spin um, the opposite direction, and I'll be back and sort it. So it's stupid. And so they were confused by it. And my five-year-old said, Daddy, when Superman flew back in time to save Lois Lane, was everybody else the same? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, was everybody else still dead? I said, no. I don't know how far he flew back. I think it was like a couple of hours. I'm not sure. I said, everybody that died in those couple of hours came back to life. They didn't die. They didn't didn't die. they're, They're alive. Okay. Now... That means, and and I said, to, I said to them, if you ever get the chance to time travel, you can't do it to save people's lives because that is wrong. And then we had this brilliant conversation for about an hour where we were talking about time travel as though we were just off to buy a time travel machine and we wanted to sort out the rule, the ground rules well, before we got it home. The right thing to do. So my eldest is is then going. He said something, and I said, I said, dude. Oh, he said, if you go back in time, can you meet yourself? I said. Dude, you don't want to do that because then you start. Then, then you're going to get a paradox. He said, "What? 
So then you're going to get a paradox. How if old you... is this kid again? Seven. Okay. So if you go back in time and meet yourself, that's going to cause a whole chain of events that means you might. Anyway, we ended up with this scenario. We're on a bus, and I said, "Okay, um, let's talk about paradoxes." Imagine you went back in time forty years to before your mum was born, and you killed your grandpa and your grandmother. Right? What would happen? And I said, um, I don't know. They'd be dead. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But your mum hasn't been born. And you could see this little light bulb going through. Oh. So if she's not been born, then I wouldn't be born. I said, right. Yeah, yeah. So if you've not been born, who went back in time to kill your grandparents? <laughs> Head exploded. And my youngest is going, yeah, I think I get it. I said, no, you don't, son. I've spent 44 years on this earth trying to work this out, and I can't get my head around it, Captain. But it's going to keep you awake at night. It's a great fun game to play. I've never felt prouder of a dad. And then my eldest said, OK, what happens if I went back in time to the war and got killed in the war? I said, well, then you're stuck in a time loop. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, let's, let's look at it this way. It's classic. You're seven years old. It's 2017. You go back to 1940, you fight in World War II. You last six months because you're small, right? But you get killed in 1941. I think you're being generous. Well, there. you get killed in 1941. What happens? He said, well, I don't know. I said, I'll tell you what happens. 1941. The, the, the world carries on. 1942 becomes 1943, becomes, becomes 1950, 1980, 2000. And you get born again in 2010. He said, oh, all right, so I get born again. Said, yeah. So he said, so I'm immortal. I said, no. Because you get born again in 2010. And as time goes on, you get to seven years of age and you have to then go back in a time machine to back to 1940. You have, you, you always will. You will always go back in time. You cannot stop the chain of events unless another time traveller comes in to try and break that timeline. And that in itself is fraught with all kinds of difficulties. Unless he's doing that, are you still listening, the people that left LBC, to come over here? Or have you drifted away again? This is heavy stuff, man. This is the stuff that needs to be talked about. Unless a time traveller comes in and stops you going back in time, you will forever repeat that pattern. There is no ending. And when you're born again, you will not remember that you've come from 19... Because you haven't been to 1940 yet. You better pray someone else has got access to that time machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was my day. It was the best conversation I've had with those lads by a long way. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And of course, with our friends at Time to Change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. I may be fighting it right now. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, we are staging a revolution, a coup... Um, forget those, um, the paymasters, the slave drivers, the fascists that run talk radio for too long, just about 20 months. They've been having their own way and getting away with it. Well, no more. Dear listener, we have barricaded ourselves into the studio. If you're watching on Periscope, you can see we've shoved the sofa over there. Although saying that, I'm getting quite thirsty, so we might have to shove it back again. Um, I, I do feel like that. I wonder if this is an apocryphal story. 
I do feel like that there's um there's a story about when um a DJ played That'll Be The Day by Buddy Holly for like eight hours in a row. I mean, it's a good song. It's a short song, though. Those songs are about two minutes long, two minutes, 15. Um, and he, he barricaded himself in. The bosses didn't want him to play it. We don't want that rubbish music. And so he barricaded himself in and played it for eight hours straight. Now, I wonder if that's that's got to be an apocryphal story. It doesn't have to be. It could have happened. I mean, that'll be the day. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. And, of course, it's ironic because, of course, he died. Um, It's a good... Who, the DJ? I don't know, but um, Buddy Holly. Did he? I like Buddy Holly. I like... I'm not going to... Actually, I'm not going to let you get away with that. No, um, I like Buddy Holly a lot. I think he's great. Oh, I don't like him. I went and saw um, Buddy the Musical seven times at the age of 16. I was obsessed with it. You're weird. No, I'm not weird. No, I'm not weird, actually. You're weird. You're weird for not liking Buddy Holly. He's brilliant. He's, he's brilliant. Brown-eyed, handsome man. Come on. How's that go? Well, a brown-eyed, handsome man. Jigga boom, jigga boom. What is this? You don't like Buddy Holly? No, I don't. I'm not Gets on my nerves. Oh, shut up. I put him in the same box as Bill Ailey. Oh, get... Oh, get out of town. Buddy Holly was the real deal. He was the real deal. Here we go. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is great. This could be our national anthem. I don't like it. It sounds like he's sitting on a washing machine. No. He's got oh, Buddy Holly's great. Love Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. I love Buddy Holly. I don't like Bill Ailey. <laughs> what was I talking about? Talking about something. Talking about something. Oh, man locking himself in the um, studio and playing. Oh, yeah. That'll be There's the day. No... There's nothing like that anymore. There's no... The radio is so homogenised and so safe. Here's the thing, right? People consider this show to be dangerous, and it's not dangerous, because dangerous would mean we'd be getting loads of fines, and, you know, it's dangerous. this isn't dangerous, because we've both got mortgages, and we've both got kids, and we both want to keep our jobs. So it's not dangerous. It's just different. That's all this is, is different. And so in the, in the eyes of some of the people I've worked with um, in the past, the BBC... They consider that dangerous because it doesn't fit into their box. It's not dangerous. No one's going to get hurt, and we're going to we're going to push. We're going to go up to that boundary a bit, um, but we've we've never been over the boundary. I've certainly not got an offcom. Have you got any offcoms? Yeah. Okie dokie. I've not got an offcom. Twenty years doing this rubbish. I've not got an offcom upheld. Not to say that I'm, I I I might do at some point. I've come close. But I know the rules. Yeah, I know and there's the one rules person are. who keeps trying every month. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Him. We appreciate it. We appreciate the fact that you're still listening. Um, so with your pants. So this is this is this isn't dangerous, but th- there's there's nothing where you listen and you think, oh, I think this bloke's going to go nuts today, or you know, flipping it. This woman sounds a she sounds a bit angry. I'm going to stay listening because this could go ballistic today with her. There's nothing like that, or you know, he's he's talking funny. Is he off his is he off his face? What is he doing? He's, he's, he, have a listen to this. He's, he sounds a bit. The last time 
I remember seeing a bit of popular culture that was dangerous, right? And, and I phoned up a friend to say, you've got to turn this on. And you won't believe what it is, right? I phoned up my friend one Thursday morning in 1996. About half nine in the morning, say, you've got to turn on ITV and watch The Time, The Place. You will not believe what's happening. Right, remember the programme? Live programme, The Time, The Place, Stapleton. It was John Stapleton. It was one of those shows they used to do in the 90s where it was like you'd have about 100 people in the audience and you'd have a hot topic of the day and uh, the, the host, and they'd have some slightly controversial guests and the host would go back and forth and get people, people would put their hand up and say stuff, right? And as the camera panned round, I thought I recognised a face in the crowd, right? And I did. It was Chris Morris, oh. the comedian, and he was sat there. And I thought, oh, this is... And then he was introduced by John Stapleton. We've got a guest. We have an author. And I can't remember his name. So it, we have an author. Um, it's um, Harry Stevens. And he went to Chris Morris. And he said, Harry, you've written a book. It was about um, sexualization of women, I think. Something like that. He said, Harry, it'll be on YouTube. So Harry, you've written a book about this. And Chris Morris started coming out with something completely believable about um, how the breasts were considered you know sexual in ancient rome and then just slow, very slowly very delicately started talking utter guff just absolute surreal nonsense and john stood there nodding and he went back to him a couple of times right and i'm watching this thinking this is this is outrageous and then after the second break they came back and john stapleton didn't go near him and chris went to say something he went yeah yeah before you say that um does the name Chris Morris mean anything to you? Oh. And Chris Morris went... I'm sorry, I beg your pardon, what? Yeah, does the name Chris Morris, Channel 4 comedian, mean anything to you? He said, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I am a very well-renowned... And he... Fair play. Stuck to it. He stuck to it. He said, I have been booked here by your researchers, and now you're accusing me... And he was getting booed by the crowd, and uh, Stapleton was, you know, a very dry man. You know, dem bones, dem bones, dem staple bones. He is the driest man in show business. And it was such a tense moment. Such a tense moment. That was 21 years ago. And I cannot think of a moment since then in radio or television where I've thought, oh, oh, this is exciting. This could go off at any moment. 21 years ago, the last time. If you've got any examples, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Cleo. I have no examples, but that is a cracking one. It's great. It'll be on YouTube. I'm sure it's on yeah. YouTube. It's absolutely, yeah, I'm getting the thumbs up. It's absolutely <laughs> stunning. I never saw it live, but I've seen it since, and it's, it's mint. Beautiful. Like, it's Absolutely beautiful. Doesn't happen anymore. I know, I know. Even hey, the, um, even the I lads, mean, hang on, shut up. Even what? the lads who does, who throws the money at, um, Lee, 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 Lee. um, I, I know oh, him. Yeah. Lee Nelson. Even yeah. that is, you, you, there's not that, there's not that, it, it's quite exciting, but there's not that thrill because it's over so quickly. It's like, it's literally, it mostly yeah, gets 45 seconds. Uh, mostly gets 45 seconds, and that's yeah. it. That's it. Anyway, Claire, go on, we got? Right. You're going to be, as a preeminent, powerful leader of your new domain... All right, suck up, get to, to the be, point. Well, there's a reason I'm sucking up. You're going to have people trying to bring you down. Yeah, I know, mate. Is it, what, you, you talking about you? Oh. 
No. Can, let me make a, let me make a life suggestion. You know the gaps between your words, shorten them. Yes. Okay. Well, you're going to need someone to watch your back in the Alistair Campbell, Malcolm Tucker. Yes. Style. Okay. Of spin doctory. Yes. So any little minor discrepancies that happen in life can be hidden and stored away from the public eye. And uh, any major discrepancies in the public eye can be yeah. battered to death. Yes. So I'd like to be your spin doctor stroke propagandist. Okay, hang on one second. Kath, did you understand any of what he was talking about? Because I didn't get any of that I think at all. The positive <laughs> thing is he wants to be the spin doctor, but right. you know what he's like. He'll be going on. Spin doctor. Imagine a press conference with him in it. Yeah, Waffle yeah, on him. Press briefing. How do we say no? Well, it would be a press briefing. It'd be exactly. a press longing. longing. Good how one. Do, how do we oh. say no without sounding rude? Is there a way of doing it? Tell him to come to my office. Uh, 11, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. If you go to Kath's office tomorrow at 11 o'clock in the morning, Claire, we'll get it all sorted, mate. Is that all right? I heard your discussion. Thanks very much indeed. There we go. That's I'll that get sorted. him sorted. That's that sorted. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late night alternative <laughs> is the uh, Skype. Um, uh, we, we don't get many calls on the Skype, but we get some really interesting ones. I saw our Japanese friend had tried to call us um, maybe when uh, it was offline. Um, but if you want to Skype late night alternative, this is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee and Catherine on Talk Radio. It's called Talk Radio for the moment. Also with our friends at Time to Change. And it's genuine. It's, I'm so so thrilled they're working with us. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you Grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Keep moving. 
Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with uh, Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. And you know what? Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Good evening, Dan. Hello, how's it going, Ian? It's going very well, Dan. We're staging a revolution. Okay, that's nice. Yes, it is nice. It is nice, yes. (laughs) Much violence or... No violence so far. You know, there's um, some people, a lot of people don't like the word nice. They think it's um, a bit nothingy, a bit wishy-washy. I disagree with those people, Dan. Nice is is a perfectly acceptable term. And I, I have heard that some English um, teachers ban it. Oh, well, they're idiots. I, I must admit it's a bit of a filler word because I couldn't think of any other adjectives no. at the time. But... No, but nice. <laughs> when, when someone says something, oh, that's nice. Turned out nice again. That's a nice cup of tea. Hey, that's a nice dress. Nice haircut. We all know yeah. what it means. We all know what it means what how arrogant of these um teachers to try and ban such a wonderful word indeed it's indeed. nice to be nice as my mother would say yep what, what you got for us dan um it was really just a, a movie and a game recommendation because i heard oh. that you were talking about time travel oh, yeah. um a bit ago have you ever played a game called braid oh that rings a bell yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I've played it, but it rings a bell. Go, go on. It's a, bit, it's a bit old school. It's like a 2D platformer. Yeah? No shame but, in that. Um, you, uh, it's, it's just really well engineered. It's all based around different forms of time travel. Ooh. And um, the idea is you've got one life, but you can obviously wind back time to kind of undeaden yourself. What, and, um, uh, what, what console would it have been available for? I think I played it on PC, but I, I think it's on console, so I think it's on Xbox and that. I tell you why, because I just got this wonderful toy. I got a, I got a Pi Retro. A oh, Retro Pi, yeah, I've got one of those. I got a. I, 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 so tonight, yeah. I've played original Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. I tried to play Vib Ribbon, but it didn't work because it was the Japanese version, not the Euro version. Or GTA 1, like the top down one. Yeah, 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 the top oh, down Grand top. Theft Auto running over the Harry Krishnas. <laughs> Um, I played um, Puzzle Bobble, Buster Move. I played Micro Machines on the SNES, Mm. Um, all on this tiny little box that's that's smaller than a packet of fags. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. It's Um, incredible! Yeah, we live in an age where you've got five-pound computers. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I love I love the future, man. Forget the floating cars. Forget the fact that we're all going to die at a nuclear bomb and we can't afford homes. Forget all of that. But um, we can have a, a tiny little box that will fit in my back pocket that's got more games than I will ever have time to play in, in the rest of my life. And, but, yeah. but trust me, I'm going to have a bloody good go at it. I tell you, I, I try and stay away from consoles these days. I, that's one of the reasons I got this retro pie is because they, they have the, the kind of games that you can just pick up and play. And Hang on, you down. try and stay away from consoles by playing loads of games? No, that's, that's, not, that's not a console, you know. Um, <laughs> you keep telling yourself that, buddy. Well, it's, like, it's like a heroin addict <laughs> just um, <laughs> switching to um, methadrone. Yeah, that's not, that's not a proper drug. It's prescribed by the doctor. Well, if, if if World of Warcraft would be like what crystal meth, then a oh, retro pie is probably more like cannabis. I, I, I do caffeine. miss 
the um the the, the games where you can pick up and play for 20 minutes and yeah. I was, I was I was I played about 15 minutes worth of uh, not even that 10 minutes worth of micro machines with the bloke from news because he wandered in and that was perfect. Oh, nice. It was a proper mic, a classic mic. And that was it. We just played it for 15 minutes, giggling. Remember, then we remembered what the what the rules were. You've got to push the other one off the screen. Oh, and it's fine. 10 minutes, fine. OK, what else is there? You, yeah. you can't do that now. You've got to sit down and have a session. You've got to immerse yourself in the, in the, in the sandbox scenery. Yeah, find a server and all that kind of nonsense. Screw it's, those it's, losers. It's not worth it, is it? Dan, thank you for that. No worries. Here's Tata. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Haven't forgotten about the revolution! People on Periscope, he's forgotten about the revolution. Haven't forgotten about the revolution. We're easing it in. Hey! Guys, listen, my, here's the thing. My um, kingship is not going to be um, one of those miserable kingships. This is going to be, like, you're going to have a wicked time, right? There's going to be hard work. And you've got to pay in sweat, and, and right here is where, where you start, start paying. Start paying. In, sweat, yeah. in sweat. Imagine, imagine that. I never got the thing, right? And I get some, I get some things. I get some weird things, right? I never got the thing of men buying sweaty underwear and oh, God. sweaty um, shorts and panties. And oh, from, I've been asked for mine. What? But of course I don't sweat, so I'm like, yeah. You, no, you you do, you do, actually. You're quite... Um, quite a sweaty woman. Very sweaty lass. Who asked you for that? Some pervert. Was it, what, a listener? Mm, well, I don't know. Was it wasn't the one you had to go a, to the police a, a about, passerby. was it? <laughs> a passerby on Twitter. It wasn't... On Twitter, was it? Mm. You're joking. No. So recently, since Early. I've known you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was it here, or th- the other place? Uh, here. Is it someone I know? No, someone I didn't know. Bennett. Straight out as well. It's not like you, my DMs are open. It was blatant. I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Well, where's the pleasure in that? Because the only sweat, sweat that smells nice is your own sweat. Mm. What was the fella that tried to chat you up the other day? Because I thought it was a joke, and then I looked at his timeline and thought, no, he weren't joking. What did he, he came up with a classic line, didn't he? <laughs> this is great. You have to send me a copy of this. Was it was it open or was it a DM? What? A DM, my it DMs was open, are closed it? Yeah. for good reason because this is the sort of stuff I get out in the open. Was, Imagine what I'd get privately. And I thought it was a joke, right? And then I, the next day, I was thinking about it. And I went and looked at his timeline. And I thought, oh, actually, I don't think he meant ill of it. I don't think he was being. I don't think he meant to cause offence. But I think it was a real inquiry. <laughs> he meant it. He definitely meant it. What did he say? Are you a lady of the single persuasion? That's nice. You know, it's a nice. It's, it's a nice approach. I responded, nope. My favourite um, chat-up line of yours. Um, what, in the pub? Yeah, 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 go on. I love I love this. This is a <laughs> chat-up line, right? And I, I'm out of the chat-up game, and I've been for a while, OK? And I dread uh, having, ever having to get back in it. But even, even in my worst, most tongue-tied, stilted, self-loathing state, I couldn't come out with a line as bad as this. Me and my friend Nick, female, she, her name is Nicola, went to the local pub and um, she went to the loo and I could see, you know when you know someone's hovering? And I thought, oh God, um, don't don't meet his eyes, don't meet his eyes. So I picked up the closest thing to me to look at. My phone was uh, home, so I couldn't use that. And it was a copy of The Fuddler. You know, the <laughs> uh, Real the Ale Fuddler. magazine. The I mean, could anyone, it's a barrier, guys, it's a barrier. <laughs> if she's reading The Fuddler, she really does not want to speak to you.
Anyway, so <laughs> next thing I know, I've got to about page two with the fuddler, and um, he's there next to me. Uh, th- thankfully, Nick came back from the loo at this point, and we're both standing there, and he said, uh, hello there. <laughs> Hi. Do you like the one show? <laughs> that was his opener. Thing is, you you get hot, you get horny for the one show. I hate the one show. Uh, you, I hate the one show. Do you like? The so one I just, I mean, Nick burst out laughing because she knows I hate the one show. I burst out laughing and I said, "No, it's really not my thing." And he sort of retreated. But I mean, do you like the one show? What kind of relationship opens yeah, that way? I love the one show. Let's screw. <laughs> Politely. It would be polite, wouldn't it? People are like the one show. It would be polite. It would be vanilla. It would be inoffensive. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can Skype a late night alternative, all one word. We tend to get the Skype calls kind of later on um, in the show. And if you've got any suggestions on how we can um, kind of forward that Skype on to... um, well, anyone in the world, really. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly drawn to the, to the Americas because it's so big. But also, we Japanese, Australia. Um, slightly, the, the, the time would work over there. Um, be slightly difficult for Japan because I think they're eight hours ahead. Anyway, if you can think of any way we can kind of get that Skype number, Skype address to um, people that might dig this show. Artistic people, um, creative people, fans of of speech radio, outspoken people, funny people, lonely people. Anyone who could possibly contribute something to this show, just in way, you know, as a caller, as as an as an irregular caller, nothing more, nothing less. I just can't think. I tried um, a paid advert advert on Facebook for specifically for promoting it with americans and um it just wasn't getting anything there was nothing was coming off it so i stopped that that was a waste of money so any ideas you've got dear listener oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um i should just say i meant to say this at the start of the show and this is why i'm such a bad salesman um we will be in hull this sunday afternoon catherine and i will be doing a show uh, show doors open at one thirty at cardama 94 this sunday show starts at two it'll run for about two two and a half hours so far it's, it's going to be a nice intimate afternoon it's about 25 people coming which is great we can work with that um but we'd love to see a few more um if you can't make it we'll stream it on periscope um, and we could do with your phone calls. Um, on, it's on a different number, and I'll, I'll, I'll tweet that and, 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 and Facebook that. So we're on Hull this Sunday. Then on Saturday the 4th, we're in Wolverhampton. And again, I think we've sold about 25 tickets for that, which is great. Um, That's a show. It's, but it, these, are, these are rooms that hold about 150, but it's fine. So if I knew we should have gone to Birmingham. Uh, here's, here's the thing I'm learning. Always go with my gut instinct. Always. Because the times I haven't gone with my gut instinct... It's never been quite as good. Um, so, uh, Wolverhampton, we will be there. Um, and the, the Luton Rabbit Hole show that I think was going to be December the 3rd, and because I, I, I'm an idiot and I've ballsed up and I apologise, really sorry, we've moved it. We've got a date for the Luton show at the Bear Club. It's Saturday the 20th of January, um, about 7, 7.30 in the evening. If you've bought tickets for the d- December the 3rd, you can either get your money back... 
or those tickets will work for the 20th of January. So we've, we've got that. Those are the only ones I think we've got. Oh, and Brighton, we're doing again March next year, but that's a lifetime away. Um, if you want to see all of the events as, as, as they become live, I'm putting them on my new revamped website. If you go to ianlee.com and look at events, uh, you, 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 I put all the ticket links and everything up there, and it's, it's uh, an absolute treat. 0344 1000 So far, we've got um, uh, the General of the Army, Alan Caddick, me, King Ian Lee, Head of the Secret Police is Kath, and we've got Dredge as the Jester. I'm going to be honest, guys, that is poor. We need um, uh, the teachers, we need doctors, we need bus drivers, we need coal men. We're going to bring back coal fires, by the way, because I like them. I think they're nice. I enjoy, I enjoy the entire afternoon that it takes to get them going. You're not worried about pollution? No, God, no, no, Global no. warming? No, 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 no. Fake news. Fake news. Um, 0344-499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. So take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Well, so far, we're only 80 minutes into the show, not even halfway through. Yes, 11.22.63 is excellent, by the way. Someone was asking me. Not even halfway through, we've staged a revolution. There has been a coup. We are staking our independence from our fascist paymasters at Talk Radio. Um, and we're going to do things our way. We are trying to build a society. But we've had a few people who, I'm going to be honest, really aren't up to, uh, up to scratch. Uh, so we could do with a few more. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Skype and late night alternative. Um, and don't forget, of course, you, there's so many ways you can listen to us these days. On DAB, if you uh, retune your radios, you can download the Talk Radio app for free. Or, of course, you can listen to us on talkradio.co.uk. I'm getting that slightly dusty um, throat. It's very, very hot in here. And I think this might be a ploy by um, Brooks, by um, the Australian gentleman whose name escapes me, Murdoch, and by the other suits to get us out. They're trying to sweat us out. Well, here's the thing. I like it hot. I like sweat. I like sweating. I like... This this means, in fact, you're saving me money because I don't have to pay to go to a steam room tomorrow. So, actually... Uh, Brooks Murdoch et al. Turn it up. Turn it up. Because I'm enjoying it. Actually. You might get live nudes on Periscope. Yo! So do people... Do... Is there any censorship on Periscope? Here's the thing I've been... Right. I, I'm, I'm fascinated. Right. It's, a, right. it's an idea that comes from Limmy. Just give, bear with me a few minutes. Right. Limmy the comedian. He's great at winding people up. Right, and he does these things, and he it, tweeted something the other day. He said, "Isn't it great that we live in a world in an age where if you upset the president of America on Twitter, you could potentially start a nuclear war?" And then he used the phrase, "It's just getting the right combination of words," and I love that because it is with Trump. Maybe not nuclear war as such. Who knows? But with Trump. You get the right combination of words. You can provoke, uh, provoke a reaction. Like a couple of people have um, done, and I've tried it, and I never, they never got it to work, uh, to, the, to Trump. Can you follow me? I want to DM you something. Yes. And then they, he's followed them, and they, they've just DM'd you, you're a dick. Or something like that. Blocked. Yeah. And it's that, it's that, that phrase. That it just takes the right combination 
of words. And I've got a few little, you know, things going on at the moment where I, I, I think I can cause someone to um, go absolutely insane um, <laughs> in their work environment with just the right combination of words. And it's, it's like trying to cast a spell. You've just got to get the... You, you just got, it's the phrasing, and do you wait the beginning of the sentence or the end of the sentence? Anyway, I've been experimenting for the last few months on Periscope, trying to get the right combination of words, okay? to get. It's all about numbers. It's all about numbers, this game. You want more numbers. Slightly more complicated than that, in that you want numbers that's, that are there for, for a longer time. But basically, it comes down to numbers. Listener numbers, download numbers, and the numbers of people on Periscope. And I've been trying. I've been really trying. I've been um, putting the names of some of the guests we've had on. I've been saying live UK radio show, London radio show. I've put um, live sex show, um, tits and bums. But I've put stuff like that, right? And I've not really noticed any real difference. The last couple of nights, I've put live nudes that's it live nudes two nights ago and bearing in mind because we haven't done periscope for a while really we've been getting around about two thousand a night two nights ago twelve thousand last night eleven thousand all because of the phrase live nudes and now i'm experimenting with exclamation marks so i've put three exclamation marks today and i'm wondering there will have to be a, a, a correct number of exclamation marks. There'll be a tipping point where it goes from, seriously, guys, you're going to see some great tits and ass to, this is a joke. There's, there'll be a tipping point. So I've gone for th- live nudes, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That's what I've gone for I think three is probably the limit. I think the three limit. could be it. Then it starts to look a bit Monday I'm going to try nudes with a Z. Because that's, I, I don't know. But there's something classic about that phrase, live nudes. If you go, not so much in Soho now. In fact, I don't think there's anywhere in Soho now. But ten years ago, before it all got gentrified, and you had your, your peep shows and your strip, your, your strip joints and your clip joints and your, your mucky cinemas, you would still see that phrase, live nudes. Which is quite, it's a, quite a 50s it's old-fashioned, isn't thing, it? isn't it? But it was still doing roaring business in the 80s, 90s, and about the turn of the century. In Soho, live nudes. And it says it all. It says everything. Because it, it, it covers everything. So, I've been doing that. And, and it means that, I apologise to the people who come to watch the show, because some of them have to put up, apparently, with some quite dirty men. <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, if you want to call him, we'll call you back. Um, but I, 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 it, I think I found the right combination of words to get. We were trending on Periscope last night. We were on the Periscope homepage because so many people were hitting our feed because of what it said. Isn't it incredible? And it's and it's right. And it's that one that delicious phrase from Limmy. Just need the right combination of words. And it can be. It can be the right combinations of words can just trigger. So many different things. You know the thing about nudes? Yeah. It's a very subtle thing, right? Yeah. It completely dehumanises the person you're looking at. Yeah. Nudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're some sort of specimen, mm, mm. right? And you're not saying whether it's a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a body. It's just a thing you're looking yeah. at. Not interesting. But so I wonder... Because it used to be... You used to see girls, girls, girls. Girls, 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 yeah. 
Um, but live nudes yeah. feels a little bit more polite, distant. Um, years ago, years ago, seven, eight years ago, I bought um, an old um, eight millimetre projector. <laughs> Because I thought it would be nice to watch some movies up against the wall and stuff. And never got really got around. We did it a bit, actually. <coughs> and I bought a shed load of, of movies on eBay. Like, you know, like Frankenstein, like old Frankensteins and, and, and the Wolfman and stuff like that. And I bought an old porno. Now, it's not a porno as such, but it was... An erotic ni- film. Yeah, it was from the 1950s, maybe early 60s. I've probably still got it in the garage, actually. Let me see if I can find it next week. I'll bring it in. Well, I'll bring it in and we'll watch it. Um, if I can get the projector to it. Anyway. And it was... Um, I don't think it had sound. No, it wouldn't have had sound. And it was a, a tour around Soho's uh, adult entertainment centres. And you would see, you know, the camera panning up a nudie 1958 model um, to dehumanise them even more. Uh, and it was just, it was, it was brilliant. Now, it would have been considered, a, you, you know, um, a sexy film. And they're very beautiful ladies, you know. It's, it's interesting, body shape, desirability has changed. Um, but they, they were very beautiful ladies. But it's a wonderful, historic artefact of, um, uh, of attitudes towards sex, attitude towards women, attitudes towards movies, what Soho was was kind of really like. Because Soho's always been a grimy place. Mm. A lot of drugs and sex. You've also got a film full of people's grandmas there. Yeah, yeah. Well, but most of them would be dead. Yeah, most of them would be dead. Um, cracking film, though. And I bought it because the cover is one of those sort of montage pictures where it is nudes, nudes, nudes. You know, girls, 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 girls live nudes. It was one of those. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And of course, with our friends at Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Go online and search Time to Change to find out more. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 344-499-1000. Skype, a Late Night Alternative. Um, clocks go f- spring back. No, spring... Yeah, spring back. Spring back, fall forward. forward. I always get so confused. Spring back, fall forward. So clocks go forward. Is it Saturday night or Sunday night? Saturday night. Um, What's that going We better get this right because it could be embarrassing in uh, uh, Hull. Oh, it's Sunday night, I think. Uh, um, Hang on a minute. When do the clocks... No, it can't. It's, it can't be Sunday. No, it's 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 the tw- it's Sunday morning. It's the 29th, Sunday morning. Right. Okay. So we lose an hour in bed this weekend, guys. Spring back, fall forwards. That's how you remember this stuff. Um, so you don't forget. You lose an hour. So if you're coming to the show on Sunday, don't forget. You got to do with the clacks, guys. You got to do what you do. Oh, here we go. This is exciting. Um, Earlier on, we had um, Chuck Winkle was outside the White House, and we—he's um, going to be our um, propagandist for uh, our independent state. Um, and uh, we challenged him to get inside the White House. He's on the phone now. Shall we see where he is? He's never. Hey. Evening, Chuck. What's going on, buddy? 
How did you get into the White House, Chuck? They just left the bloody window open. What? Yeah. Where exactly? So you, you just climbed in? Yeah, I just climbed in and uh, slipped myself in like a baby otter. Okay. Where exactly are you in the White House? I think I'm, well, I'm, uh, by the sounds of it, I'm uh, nearly uh, quite close to the Commander-in-Chief, Donald Trump. Okay, what what can you see? Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, photos and stuff about car carpets and stuff. Photos about carpets? No, just, you know, look. So, do you want me to see if I can get even closer to the big guy? Yeah, I mean, can you get to the Oval Office? Do you get closer to the photos of the carpets? I can hear his voice. I can add you a little closer. I can Don't hear you something. worry about I can hear something. What, what, what? See if you can get closer. See if you can um, find out what he's saying. Hang about. Hang about. This is how espionage gets done, isn't it? I think you're doing an interview with someone. Yeah. Uh, can you hear that, John Wayne? Shh. Um, uh, can, you get, I can, can you get even closer? One sec. I'm on my, my tummy. He's only in the bloody White House. He's gone and done it. I thought phoning up the FBI was, was, was taking it a bit too far. He's broken into the White House. He got a really funny haircut. That's the fella. What's he, what does he smell like? Am I going to sniff him? Sniff him? He smell like roast beef, John Wayne. And what is it? What is it he's talking about? I can't quite make out the words. Hang about. Talking about land or something? About what? Carpets. Carpets. He's obsessed. Listen, Chuck. You've proved your worth. Um, hang on, hang on. Get out as quickly as you can. Oh. Huh? Oh no. What? Definitely. Um, Chuck? Chuck Winkle? Oh, he's gone. I think our agent's been neutralised. Hey. Blimey. Oh, well, I just did I didn't think he was going to be able to do it. Hey, guess who I saw today? Um, Dolly Parton. No! Um, um, Sue Barker. No, 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 no. Man or woman? A killer clown! Oh! I saw a killer clown! In a, out in a little smoking area out front of a pub, drinking a pint and having a fag. Of course he was. Kill a clown. You didn't believe in him. No, I didn't believe in him. I take it all back. They're, they're, they're everywhere. They're absolutely everywhere. Good thing is, though, if he was smoking outside a pub, he's only killing himself. Yeah, slowly. Slowly. Also, those outfits are highly flammable. Yeah, he was wearing an orange jumpsuit. And, um, yeah, I mean... I believe, right, I believe, God, it's absolutely boiling in there. Look at the sweat on my headphones and my headies. I believe that killer clowns exist, but um, I don't believe that they are going around terrorising 
children as we have been. Are you not boiling? No, but I've got my armpits out. Flipping it, man. I'm sweating. Um, I dressed according to conditions. Yeah, well, I, well, I'm wearing a t- all I'm wearing is a t-shirt. That's all I've got on. That's all I've got on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, we will uh, we'll take calls straight to air after midnight. We, we'll do that. I've got I've got nothing. Um, I've not looked in the papers because I started looking through the papers and I just thought oh, I couldn't care less. Could not care less. So I've got very little. Um, in the uh, way of um, conversazione. That's okay. This evening. So you could, that means you can phone in about whatever you want. Yeah. Well, you can anyway. But you extra can today. I got um, Eric von Daniken, Chariot of the Gods. Oh, and classic. I've, and I've got um, down the rabbit hole, Secrets of the Playboy Mansion. Okay. Well, we could dip in, couldn't we? Well, this well, this one is is based on science. Well, and is true. In many ways, mine is too. From nineteen sixty eight. This is the 1997 edition. I haven't read this since I was about 16, 17 years old. Cracking book, right? All over the world, and this is the thing, all over the world there are fantastic ruins and improbable objects which cannot be explained by conventional theories of history, archaeology and religion. Why, for instance, do the world's sacred books describe gods who came down from the sky in fiery chariots and always promised to return. It's got us there. How could an ancient Sanskrit text contain an account which could only be of a journey in an alien craft? Compare photos of American Space Centre launch sites to the constructions on the plains of Nazca in Peru. In order to understand the mysteries which Eric von Daniken has catalogued, we must go back to these ancient relics with an open mind. We must call in the resources and experience of sciences other than archaeology. Read von Daniken's classic work and make up your own mind. Oh, I'll be reading it, buddy. I will be reading it. Wasn't a load of that stuff debunked? Huh? Hmm? Oh. Was it? Um... Well, this is my plan. I, this is my plan. I think I'm become um, like my mate Bobak when he went nuts because he was he was dealing weed and smoking too much of it, and he got obsessed with um, the, the twin towers. And I think he I think he had to go to hospital in the end. Um, he got every time he'd go around to buy something, he'd, he'd have like more evidence that, about the twin towers and stuff. I had a friend like that. Last time I saw him, he was eating cornflakes in the bath. Um. Good lad, Bob. I wonder where he is. Not, not seen him for years. Really, really, really nice lad. Um, well, my but my plan was to read this, make notes, annotate it, and then look up, then look, then research it myself, mm. and then go back through the book and work out what facts were real and which ones were perhaps a little bit bendy. Right. With the truth. So that's my project for the next six months, is doing that. That sounds like a big faff, though. I don't mind, mate. I, I want to... <laughs> yeah, I want to know... I want to know my history. You want to unlock the secrets of the universe. I want to know my ancestry. I want to know where I come from. I want to know what I am. I want to know 
where is my home? I feel, I, I just don't feel grounded at the moment. I, I want to make that connection with my forefathers, be that on this planet or more Aberdeen, likely. wouldn't it? Huh? When Aberdeen. No, more likely it's, it's on another planet. Um. That's what I want to do. And I really believe that Chariots of the Gods by Eric Von Daniken is going to be the start of um, a long and crazy journey. And you guys will be coming along for the ride. Is that going to be a royal decree? Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. Um, oh, oh, I love it. That's, that, we're having that. Um, and I, um, I'll be listening to the audiobook on the way up to Hull. Oh, God. Yeah, so you can um, have some of that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, if you don't call in now, the next call after this break, <laughs> it's going to be Andre, guys. So I really would suggest that you call in soon. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Someone's telling me they're having trouble buying tickets for the show in Wolverhampton. And I thought, come on, guys, pull, pull your finger out. And then I've gone to the link and I'm having trouble buying tickets for the show in Wolverhampton. Oh, man. Um, and I don't quite know why. I put the... Hey, whoa, what the, what the heck? What the heck is going on there, man? Have I put the wrong... Um... Well, now my computer's uh, frozen. Something very peculiar is happening. Good evening, Andre. Hi, Kev, how are you? I'm all right. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to be talking to you, aren't I? Yeah. So, uh, that matters, does it? It doesn't matter, Andre, no. Yeah, how are you, Kev? I'm OK, how are you, Andre? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, you sound well tonight, Kev? <laughs> all right, Ian, talk to me then. What? When you say something of interest, we'll respond. Oh, blimey, I didn't think I'd hear that coming from you, Ian. Yes, well, you're hearing it coming from me, you silly old drunk. <laughs> oh, Ian? Yes, Andre? Uh, oh. I had a shandy tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, did you forget to put the lemonade in it? Yeah, I, 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 was a, I had a little drop. Yeah. But the glass was about two foot high. There we go, thank you very much but, indeed. But, but, Ian? Yes? Oh, sorry, I thought you was going, you're not going yet, are you? No, 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 no. Oh, that's all right. Um, you, know, you know, what was you talking about the other night? Hooters, I was saying. And I tried to get through, and I couldn't get through. Really? Hooters, yeah, noses. That's what you were talking about, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, I was talking about the restaurant chain Hooters. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, what, what, when they apply for jobs and if they get it or not, if they've got a big nose yeah, or not. They have to have a big nose to work in Hooters. Yes! Oh, boy, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, I didn't get my logistics because I got cut off, so I couldn't really even oh, talk about I'm it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Andre. That must have been awful. It was dreadful, but I couldn't sleep that night. Oh, buddy, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> you sound it. I really, really am. Well, don't want, don't matter too much. But um, next time, could I put my, put my put my say in? Like, you know what I mean? What do you mean, put your say in? Oh, well, have a bit of input in it in the conversation instead of being cut off. Well, you, but you, you're you're doing that now. Yeah, I know. That's what I like to do. Here, like, yeah, you know but what I mean? but, I like but to... the thing is, though, you're not actually saying anything. 
Well, what's coming out of your mouth, then? Don't answer that. Not a lot. Hold on, yeah, I'll go out here a minute. I've got to do something. Right. I've got to try and find a beer. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll... Here we go. Um, I mean... <laughs> Oh, man, alive. Um, I've got it. Uh, I've got it. I've got it. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, you click on that, though. That doesn't... That, anyway, uh, this is linked by tickets for Wolverhampton. Uh-huh. I think if you go there, that doesn't help you either. No, it says unavailable on there. No, what, what the heck? Yeah. Show me. Hang on, I'll go back. What the heck? Oh, man, alive. This is... Uh... It's a tense situation, guys. It's a very tense. Um, uh, let's have a look. Uh, give me, give me, the ticket's on the um, uh, Right. Uh, they're going to get a strong email. They've actually they've changed the way their tickets are sold. You can get them from Ticketmaster, but uh, I'll, I'll send them... Um, I'll send them an email and we'll sort it all out. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. So when is trick-or-treating then? Is it this well, one or next week? It's supposed to be ch- well, well, Tuesday it, it if you're going to go Tuesday. on the 31st. No, that's a school night. This is what I'm asking. It's going to be a weekend, so it's got to be this weekend. It can't be Tuesday. Sunday. You can't do it on, on the day of Jesus. You can't do it on Christ's day. I'm going to. Well, you can't. We only go to my mum's anyway. You do get these miserable... Christians. I'm not saying all Christians are miserable. I'm just talking about specific. The miserable, miserable ones. ones. Yeah, the Halloween. It's like devil worship. I'll get. No, it's not. It's just like it's just like sweetie Christmas. It's just like a sweetie Christmas. That's all it is. It's not de- it's like devil worship. They're bringing black magic into kids are worshiping the devil. No, they're not. They're dressing up as Frankenstein. They're dressing up as uh, zombies. They're dressing up as Anne Frank. That was weird. Well, I saw that. Oh yeah. We own that costume. Yeah. We bought it as an evacuee costume. Yeah. Because it says evacuee on it yeah, when you buy why, it. Why would you want to have an evacuee? Because my kids, for school, yeah. had to go, um, you know, they do like history days. Yeah. So the kids have been as uh, Romans, Vikings. Yes. And they had to do a World War Two thing. They took them to um, the RAF Museum. Oh, okay. You should, actually, you should actually... Um, evacuate them. Imagine being evacuated. Isn't that nuts? Isn't it nuts that that's what, that's what kids have... How old were they? Six? Mine. The one that no, went... not yours. The actual evacuees. Oh, really little. Really little. My granddad was an evacuee. Well, he's an old man. I'm talking about the kids that did it. How old... How old were the kids that did it? Not the old men. Well, he wasn't... Yeah. Okay. I'm not, it, really about... not interested in your granddad because mm. it's not about old men. Old men can go and live in Cornwall any time they bloody well want, for all I care. Do you know the kids that were sent there without their mums and dads? Little, about yeah, five. Yeah. yeah. Were they? Yeah. That's nuts, isn't it? But imagine thinking that that is safer than keeping them with you, sending them off to stay with who knows who. Yeah. Well, I bet there there must have been a lot. There's of, a lot of wrongins. There must have been a lot of sexual abuse, and I'm not saying that to make light of it. That um, that took place there. There was that. There were people using the kids as cheap labour. Yeah. Because of course, you know, the men were away, so they oh. had farms to run and stuff. You're sending them out to the countryside. Yeah. There were people that were not looking after them properly, and they're just taking the money because they got a small amount of money to be able to look after a them. A stipend. Yeah. So yeah. You were lucky if you got a nice one. Wasn't all the line, the witch in the wardrobe? He was Why? negligent, wasn't he? Why? Okay, all right, here's the thing then. Why 
don't we talk? Why don't we hear more about the evacuees? Apart from the railway children, which are boring. They're they're, they're the boring face of evacuees. Let's be honest. It's they in, weren't evacuees. Uh, yes, they were. No. Oh, I think they were. No. Oh, are you disagreeing with the king? Because um, you may be the head of the secret police, but I might I might have another head of the secret police. The secret secret police. Hmm. And you could be disappeared. I've seen. Um, the death of Stalin. And I think um, I'm the only person. I went with my friend Mel, who you met once at a screening, because she works in TV, so she gets screenings. And she's, um, so every now and then I'll get a text at um, uh, quarter to seven in the evening saying, um, friends just dropped out for a screening at seven. Are you around? And I was then, because you were away. And we watched the death of Stalin, and we both went, oh, it was rubbish. I mean, it wasn't rubbish. It was all right. Um, it was some good bits in it, but... It's getting five-star reviews. I think it's because they like the team. I think it is. I think it is. And it's a great team. White House, Buscemi, Palin. Iannucci. Uh, Iannucci, um, Tambor. It's a great, great team. It ain't a great movie. Um, it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. It was, it was a very disappointing movie. I had to sign an NDA to say... Um, so I couldn't talk about having seen it. Uh, that's how, uh, and that put me off a little bit. Thinking, oh, MDA for MDA for a blooming film, especially one with Stalin in the thing being silenced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. That I maybe that was part of it. Yeah, I should have used that against them. I Should have said this is very Stalinesque. Yeah, Stalinist. I wasn't there. Yeah. See, that's what happens. Yeah, I didn't think of that. No, you wouldn't. Oh no! I, well, I wouldn't, and I didn't, and I couldn't. Mm. Oh, well, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Barry. Hello, Ian. How are you keeping? I'm fine, Barry. Let me just um, part my buttocks ever so slightly. Oh, God. Well, no, he's got to put his tongue somewhere. Where? (gasps) What would you like to say, Barrington? Oh, well, a couple of things. Uh, Can I just mention what you dealt with earlier? Uh, We're never able to win you around to Bill Ailey, but can I say you're spot on with uh, Buddy Ollie's contribution to the history of rock and roll? You mean bloody awful? Uh, he was he's a cracking entertainer, Kath, uh, really was. And, you know, his stuff's still very, very playable. However, Ian... Um, Moving on. Can I, yeah, can I move on? Can that's, I say that's, that... That's the, um, that's the fun bit of the conversation out of the way. Let's get down to the meat and two veg. OK, right, fine. I was an avid supporter of the uh, one-week strike. Went through that with you and thought you handled that very, very well indeed. However... I'm going to have to pour cold water on this revolution in. It's not going to happen. I guess by Monday evening, the whole thing will have fizzled out. Can I tell you why? I've already got a jester, mate. That's dredge. I've already got someone to make me laugh with their humorous points. Well, it wasn't a laughing matter, Ian. It's just just that you've handled the thing very, very badly for you. You're well below your very high standards. What, what, What do you mean, Barry? Well, there's been no build-up um, at all, Ian. You've you've gone off on a whim because of what's happened in Catalonia. You've not what? developed anything at all. Uh, there's been no photographs of you and Caddick in berets. No sort of Che Guevara, um, uh, Fidel Castro figures. Right. Um, sorry, sorry, Barry. You, um, sorry, I appreciate this. Um, you won... Well, just remind me, how many awards have you won for radio? 
I haven't won any awards. Exactly, buddy. Exactly. I won one last week. We will not tolerate dissent, and this has nothing to do with what's going on elsewhere. Catherine, I don't want him disappeared. I want him publicly um, humiliated. I want him publicly flogged. With pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. I shall put my buttocks back to their original resting position there. Um, Disappointing, that. Very disappointing. That wasn't the treatment you were expecting. That was um, very, very disappointing. Um, in Dealey Doodley. Oh, I've got to um, email um, uh, the guy from Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. In fact, I'm going to email him during the news. He's going to come on at some point. Um, he sent me a little gift package. So everything, they're so, we're so busy with, I've got so many books to read, so many things to do, so many, I'm just up to here with it. Ooh. Why are people saying about um, uh, <laughs> people are upset on Periscope? This guy has to lie about his stream to get views. Poor little guy. He's a poor little guy. You said you didn't see any boobies. You you have to go on Periscope to see naked women. Um, poor little guy. Poor little guy. Jim Bob is the guy. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go on to Periscope for your chance of seeing naked flesh. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. Reeling him in. Reeling him in. Tom29652604. If that indeed is your name. That means there are 296503 other ones. This is the Late Night Alternative, dear listener, with Ian Lee and live nudes on talk radio and with our friends at Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. And you know what? Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. And those guys that are upset with my uh, Periscope feed, search Pornhub. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine Oh, 
344 We'll take calls straight to air for the rest of the show, although we've got Pete and Simon lined up, so we'll, we'll deal with those. We'll finish those men off. <laughs> fnar, fnar. Um, and then we will take calls straight to air until one o'clock. No lock-in today, because we have to drive to Hull tomorrow to do a show on Sunday. Um, and we, we want to do it because another rabbit hole in London, but the venue we normally use, the Bill Murray, the excellent Bill Murray, um, used to love us, and uh, but now they don't love us. They 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 they're kind of booked up. Their Saturdays and Sunday evenings are booked up, and um, sat- obviously because of this, it's the only time we could we can do it. And I don't want to do a Saturday, you know, a shortened show a little bit earlier on um, in the day. So we'll have to pass there. So if anyone knows a cheap, free venue in London that holds about eighty to a hundred. Uh, that we could do the show in, uh, com. Hang on a second. Yes, line three. Hello, Ian. Yes. Uh, I just thought I'd ring you up because I felt like uh, having a bit of a chat with someone, that's all. What's wrong? Uh, nothing's wrong, it's just that uh just feel like having a little chat. Go on, then. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but... I miss the the sixteen bit console era. I re- I really do because yeah. I uh, I was twelve or uh, ten or twelve around that time, and I I just I'd love to go back and experience that era again because I don't think I really appreciated just how good it was. I missed out on then. it. I missed out on it because I um I was into like BBC micros and spectrums and things. Um, and then I sort of had a little bit of a, of a thing with a Sega, um, master system. Um, but then I, then I, I, I kind of left, I left child, childish things behind me and I went off to college and I, um, you know, and I considered it childish and it wasn't until the end of my college and I'd forgotten about video games and I went round to a friend's house and she said, oh, I've got this um, this new games console. Do you want to go on it? I was like, yeah, sure. Why? I haven't played a game for years. And she got out a Sega Saturn. And we played Wipeout on it, right? And it blew my mind. And I, the leap from the video games I was playing on a BBC Micro to Wipeout on the Sega Saturn was immense. And I, so that's when I got sucked back into games. So I kind of missed all that 16-bit stuff going on. Oh, I, I, I do, I do as well because the, the cons, the, the, both consoles were pretty much evenly matched. Uh, they were weak in some areas, strong in other areas, but uh, gamers won. Yeah, and it's it, and it was the pinnacle of two D gaming. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard, but I have bought this Pi retro game machine that's got something like 30... I keep saying 20,000, 25... I don't know, 30,000 games on it. And tonight I was playing um, Micro Machines on the SNES. I was playing a um, load of uh, PS1 games. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's joyous. Absolutely joyous. Oh, yeah, it, it is It is joyous. And uh, I, I just... Part of me wishes I could just... Go back in time to that era, buy all the stuff up uh, as it came out at yes. that time, and yes. just in, enjoy because I, I, I look back on that. It, it, it was my childhood, and obviously it's tinged with uh, nostalgia. But um, it just, I, I, I really uh, miss that time. I, 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 
I, about, about that time, I was still on the NES, yes. and uh, I was reading all these magazines about uh, Sega and Nintendo and how both sets of fans hated each other, and yes. <laughs> it, it was so exciting. But and why? Which, what, which but, new game is coming out? But on... what else was going on? Was it? Was, is it? You can't be the game because you can get the games now. Obviously, you can get them all on. Oh yeah, yeah you right. Because so, it can't just be. The games. It must be. There must have been something else going on in your life. You know. Do, 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 I mean, we often look. A song will often take me back to a period in my life. And it's not really the song that I'm nostalgic for. It's for, I don't know. You know, the the color of my bed sheets or some. There's something else floating around that I'm really nostalgic for. I I miss the simplicity. Yeah. I, I, you compare it, you compare modern consoles to uh, uh, to classic consoles. Yeah. You have to boot them up, choose yes. a menu, wait for it to load, update. Uh, you, yeah, it, it was just it, it's we've as the more capable they've become, uh, the more time consuming and yeah. um, frankly um, glitchy they, they are. Whereas you just stick in a cartridge on one of these own co- old consoles, you put the power button on and you play. And the irony is, yes. back in the late 90s or so, I was wishing that my games consoles huh? would have more features like internet and yes. uh, all, all sorts. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Now that, I've got, now that we live in the era where we've got it, I want to go back to simpler times. Jonathan, thank you very much indeed. Good evening, Pete. Hello, Ian. Um, wow, uh, talk about retro gaming. That's that's kind of what I was going to get talking Ooh, about. I just go. just want to say um, I've just come back from my comedy night in Wellingborough. It's absolutely packed. Yes, uh, people couldn't even sit down. It's. It, it, we, but we you should chairs, provide some way. bloody chairs, you tight <laughs> git. Outrageous. <laughs> we, had, we had masses of people. I think we had about 129 people in. Anyway, <laughs> wowzers. Tomorrow, or technically today, <laughs> yeah. I'm off to Cambridge to meet the man who wrote uh, Football Manager on the ZX Spectrum. Hey, shut up, man. There he... you go. Look at that. What was it? Was he the fella with the beard that was always on the the, yes. the, 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 the covers and on the, the, the adverts on the back of the magazines? Yes, he looked like a bit of a tramp, really. Yeah, but, he did. Uh... Yeah. Or as all the best game designers did. Yeah, I, I chatted to him on a, an old Usenet group um, back in the day with your mate, Chinny Vision. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I did an interview and for, by the way. If you go on YouTube, look for Chinny yes. Vision. There's a lovely interview with me uh, talking about stuff, and he's made a delightful video uh, of it. So thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, fantastic. He, he does great videos anyway. Uh, yeah, and he was back on that Usenet group. Uh, I know his real name, but uh, I'm not going to mention that. It's Steve. And, uh, yeah. I don't think it is, actually. Steve. But anyway... Um, I spoke to Kevin Toms on that Usenet group years yeah. ago, and uh, I just had, I'm not massive into football, but I just said to him, um, what football team do you support? And he, he said he wasn't really into it, but I think oh. he said West Ham. So ever since then, I, when I boot up uh, Football Manager, I try and play as West Ham, I'm still no good. Here's the thing, right? Usenet. Now, this was like, um, before sort of websites were de rigueur. And I think I was, Usenet was where you, like, signed up for something... And then you'd get, like, a daily email full of people posting stuff. So you, is that right? Have I got that kind of right? Kind of. It's like a web forum and more primitive, yeah. And and so and I remember being in one for um, the Beach Boys. And, um, hang on a second. Hisako, just just wait there. We, I, yeah. I, I'm going to come to you yeah. after Pete, okay? 
Okay. Okay, you stay there. We're going to come to you after Pete. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, a few of them. I, I'm, I, I, it, not, Jonathan talking about being nostalgic. I miss those kind of when the internet was crap. Mm, yeah, I miss it. it I miss the internet being crap. You have to go to the dark web now to get anything vaguely interesting. Yeah, on, on those strange forums that talk about all kinds of weird things. There's yeah. some weird stuff going on on the dark web, guys. It really is. Mm, absolutely. Anyway, um, we, I'm yeah. gonna, you're going to be hearing from my lawyers tomorrow, OK? Oh, uh, you you troll. You troll. I can't do that. No, nor can I. Thank you very much indeed. Simon, because Simon's been waiting for ages, then we'll go to Japan. Yes, Simon. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Did you have a nice day then? You said you were going to go out and day with your boys and that? Great, great day with the boys. I'm absolutely shattered, but they were delightful young men and we had a lovely, lovely time, yeah. Good. Now, uh, your revolution. Yes. Two two suggestions. Yes. One, that, that, that adorable young lady you had on last week that was playing the piano. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, uh, I, th- I was calling her Angel. I think her name might actually be Angels. Ah. Yeah, that that sounds familiar. Yeah, I I did forget her name. I do apologise. Yeah, but wasn't she just just awesome? Oh, a beautiful, talented people make me want to puke. I hate <laughs> them. Yeah, she was great. She was really good. What a lovely, what a lovely lady. I really enjoyed talking to her. So, Minister for Music. Yes. And I'd like to nominate myself for Minister of Buckaroo. Uh, hey, listen, we, you, you, we all need to entertain ourselves, and I like playing Buckaroo, I just don't like being the one that has to set it up. That's the thing that annoys me. So I'm hoping you'll be doing the setting up of No, it. you wouldn't have to, because you're, you're the great leader. Thank you. So we can find someone else to... How about Chuck Winkle could yep. be Minister for setting up Buckaroo? Well, I, we're getting words on the wires, um from a, the AP that um, Chuck Winkle may actually be um, facing um, life imprisonment. And in America, life means life. <laughs> Simon, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hisako, stay there. We're going to come to you after this break, I promise. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Jacques Mondo. <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. We're going to take calls straight to air. Uh, Skype's going a bit crazy, but we have Hisako. Good evening, Hisako. Ah, good evening. Good morning good from Japan. Morning. Oh, How are you doing? <laughs> Genki, uh, uh, Genki desu? It's okay, but uh, I had a dizzy this morning, so a dizzy. Really? Yeah, dizzy. What happened? Why? Why? Why did you have a dizzy? Um. Maybe from the stress, my doctor said. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why are you stressed? Work, um, work. For the working. Work and money. <laughs> too, too much hard work. Too, so. mu- too much work and not enough yeah. money. 
No, never. <laughs> what can we do to make you less uh, stressed? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. I never know. Right. <laughs> do you do you like music? But I, I'm I'm happy happy for raving. So okay. don't worry. Well, I do. Well, I do worry. <laughs> I don't want you to. You know, I know that that stress is um is hard work, and I know that in in Japanese culture, you know, you are encouraged yeah. to work harder and harder and harder. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So you have to look after yourself. Yeah, I should do. I doing. Ma- I'm doing. Maybe tomorrow you can look mm. after yourself. Yeah. What do you do? I- I'm off today. What do you do for anyway. fun? Fun. Yes. Fun. fun. Laughing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Laughing. Wow. Mm. Do you watch? That's fi- good. Do you watch films or listen to music or? Uh, mm. They not make me laughing. Just no. I realize funny things yeah. <laughs> every time. It's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, Hisaka! I want. We're going to come up with a plan in our re- yeah. revolutionized country. We're going to come up with a plan to make you happy. That's what we're going to oh, do. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. You make me happy. There we go. <laughs> you make it laughing. What when you were a little girl? What did you like doing? Uh I'm go around uh, um, different place. Yeah. Uh, like uh, adventure, like you know. You used to like going on adventures. Yeah. Well, you need to go on uh, an other, adventure other, now. Other children doesn't like to go with me because oh. uh, their parents scold them so Uh, oh were you considered were you um did the parents think you were naughty i'm quite naughty oh gosh i didn't help much my mother so you you need to go now you're a grown woman you need to go on an adventure uh not really i've been to uk that was years ago uh, uh yeah and uh, New Zealand. Oh. Almost I uh, went to go around them than the Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and I've uh, been uh, America, USA. Yeah. Where d- where in, where did you go to in Canada. America? Where did you go to in America? Uh Santa Fe. Oh. And Nashville. Oh. They're interesting. I I met, I, I met uh, Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Yeah. No. Sorry, what? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> How did you because meet Loretta I, Lynn? Because my purpose for to America, that uh, I'm, I will meet um, Loretta Lynn, so. Yeah. <laughs> and you met her? <laughs> yeah, I met her. What did she I say? Went to, I, I, I went to her lunch, too, for the hitchhiking. <laughs> Hang on, you you hitchhiked with Loretta Lynn. Yeah, what? house. Are you the you went, house? You hitchhiked to Loretta ha- Lynn's house. Uh, motorway. Yeah. From the motorway because that's a sat- Saturday, yes. so no tour buses running. So I hitchhiked. And what did you say? So a driver pulled over and you went Loretta Lynn's house, please. Yeah. Flipping it. No wonder the other parents <laughs> thought you would scold their children for playing with you. Though your adventures are mental. I wouldn't be allowed to play out with you either. <laughs> <laughs> what 
what did Loretta Lynn, uh, for those who don't know, she's a fa- very famous country and western singer. She was not there in the house. I what? met, uh, uh, do you know the fanfare, country music fanfare? Yes. Um, it's it's all, every year is uh, yeah. and second week of June. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. Did you, now when you say you met her, Mm. Did you speak to her? Yeah, what? but I'm not. I'm not really speaking. But she said, um, <laughs> "Just a smile." She said, <laughs> "Get off of my front lawn! <laughs> Get yeah. off of my front lawn, you uh, weirdo!" After I watching, you know, <laughs> and watching her, but she she scared me. Yeah, really, because Asian uh, Asian girl is just one. Only me, yeah. No other people or American. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did you find? She she be scared, but yeah. That fan club that that uh, member told her she, I'm okay, you yeah. know, because I've been before. She came over there. Um. Um. I talked with her, you know, that member. I so, um. I when I came to Japan. And yeah. when we went to, I think it was Kyoto. It might have been Osaka. Yeah. I think it was Kyoto. Yeah. We went to a country and western bar outside oh, I Kyoto. Uh, yeah, I, we have in Kyoto. I've been there. The honky tonk bar. There. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you been to the right. honky tonk bar? Yeah, yeah. With, once, Bo, with Bo Yatani. Because, yeah. That's, that's insane. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I I got up on stage with the band and sang a Glen Campbell oh, song. I see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, it's almost as good I as think, meeting Loretta Lynn. I think uh, Kobe has a country western band. Well, it, it, this is the Cafe thing. Ja- Japan yeah, is a strange some... country. It is very Japan is very Americanized because of yeah, course yeah, after World right. War Two. It was yeah. occupied by the Americans for years. That's why baseball, baseball. is so big in Japan because mm-hmm. Americans yeah, were there for years. Because American base is around Japan, so yeah. they are staying. Long and, time. and the Americans were there from the end of the mm. war. Didn't they leave in about 1958 or something? Oh, you mm. don't know. Something like that. They left. No. Like, they were there for about ten years. Uh, you know. Oh. Hence why Japan is quite Americanized. Um, so mm. you you like country and Western music, do you? Not much. <laughs> every every music is okay. Oh, okay. But no, not much. I just I, go to the singers' I, I houses. And... <laughs> because why I went to meet the uh, you know yeah. because yes. I, I see the heart movie. Okay. Japan. Oh, there was a movie. Is there uh, a movie co- about her? Uh, coal miner's daughter. Coal miner's oh. daughter. Say, yeah. it, say it again. That's what's wrong. Coal miner's daughter. I love, I love, I love the Japanese accent. Someone, we're not saying it to, <laughs> we're not saying it to laugh at you. Genuinely, we love it so much. Hey, we found, mm-hmm. we found a Japanese TV show. Called, have you heard All of right. a program called Terraced House? Ah, I know. I I think that's uh, based on the Ainoli. Well, Ainoli it... love wagon that's uh, um, mm. traveling around the world with a couple or you know. I don't know that, but couple, the, the, like... the, 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 the terraced house is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, so it's, yeah. they, they get. And they get... Ainoli 
you know I it. know they started Netflix yeah. too. Yeah. Now, yeah. But is it it's a big a, is it a big show in Japan? Uh, Terraced house. So so. Oh, can you tell us? We were wa- we were. Watch- I didn't know that uh, when you talked about uh, uh. house. So we were watching it, and the, we were wondering about the people who are not in the house. The people who watch it and comment. Ah, I who, see. Who is the guy with the glasses? Is he a comedian? Hmm. <laughs> I, I I never watched that. Oh, so. uh, you need you need to watch it. Yeah, I I just uh, checked uh, where you talked about Chela's house. So, mm. but uh, it's based on the Ainoli. That's uh, Ainoli. Love wagon. Love, love wagon. wagon. Love wagon. <laughs> so are yeah. they supposed to fall in love with each other in this house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's, naughty. That's, that's right. <gasps> Mm. Hang uh, on, Love Wagon is on Netflix. Because uh, Japanese have no time to no. fall in love with... Well, there's, this others. is a, a, a great problem in Japan, is that n- no babies yeah, yeah. are being born. <laughs> no. Uh, well, not no babies, but there, there are, there, there's been a big drop in the number of babies being born. Because young mm. men and women, young men in particular, are uh, having, yeah. having relationships online yeah. instead of going out and meeting women. We 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 married with the house, you know. Uh, actually, you, you are. No women. Oh, women married because. Uh, oh, you're married to the something, house. When married, after they get trouble sometimes right. with a uh, uh, stepmother or stepfather. Or, oh God! You, know, you make it sound f- like... family problem. Yeah, so they they, they get married to get out of the uh, house. Uh, yeah. Wow. That that's that's that makes sense, you know. Well, yeah, in a crazy yeah. way. Mm. Hey, Sarko, listen, I'm going to let you go. Your your English is sounding better than it did the other day. <laughs> oh, I think right. you're less tired. All oh, right. So, mm. It's always nice talking to you. We'll, we'll speak next week. Okay. Take okay. care. See you. Bye bye. Bye. I like. Bye bye. I like. Oh. Yes. Her. oh. I like her a lot. I found um, Ainori Love Wagon Asian yeah. Journey. What is this? What it's is on this Netflix. Seven men and women board a pink bus in search of true love. You're going to find it on a pink bus. It's Japanese. On a journey through Asia with strangers, their goal is to return to Japan as a couple. What the heck? Genre, TV programmes, romantic TV programmes, reality TV. Netflix original. We've got so much TV to watch. I mean, really, really have. This is... Uh... This is incredible. Oh, yeah, that looks good, that one. Incredible, incredible work. Um, 0344 499 We're going to take calls straight to air. I've seen a couple of calls that I've missed. We'll get those in a bit. And we've we've got some people on Skype as well that I'll try and ring back. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 499 Call straight to air. Um... I'm just going to try this. Let's see who we've got. Someone's been trying to um, call us on the old Skypington. And uh, I keep missing them. So I'm giving them a call now. It's... Hello? Sorry. Hello. Hello. You're, you're on the... Oh, you're on the uh, talk radio. You tried to call us. Yeah, well, I was trying to video. Oh, you can video if you want. I didn't find 
Okay. Listen, right. I'm going to let you go. Your, your English Hang on, is... turn your radio up, because you're on now. Turn off yep. the, the speaker that you're listening on. <laughs> I think you're less tired. Mm. Right. Turn that speaker off. It's always nice to okay, talk. Okay, then I'll cut off. Video you back. Okay. Okay. Um. I like this Skype edition. Um. And it's it's a slow burner, but the stuff we're getting is is gold. Is very funny. Getting some brilliant stories from around the world, different voices and accents from around the world. Um, and we talked about this not really being a dangerous show at all. You know, we've got seven second delay, and neither of us want to lose our job. But it does. It adds attention, doesn't it? It adds attention because you don't a tension, not attention. Attention, because you just don't know. Here we go. This guy, this fella's coming well, back, and it's another ball to juggle, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sweet God! What the bloody hell is that? Hello. Stop. You see Hello? that? This is terrifying. I'm going to show the periscopers. What is this? This is terrifying. He's got a scary mask. Are you ready for Halloween? Well, I don't know. Ready? He, I don't know if he has got a mask on. That is, I think, is I think his flesh has fallen off. How are you anyway? <laughs> if you're watching on Periscope, you'll get the joke. That's very. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right, Spyro. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> great, great, great. What What are you up to? Getting ready for Halloween, scare the kids. Yo, do you you don't open the door to trick and treaters like that, do you? I'm gonna. Well, actually, what, what I might do is when they actually ring the bell. Yes. I'll go round the back and come up the alley. <gasps> you can't do that. Why? Because the kids, you go to prison, and if someone did that to my kids, I'd deck them. Not just kids. Me, I would soil my pants. Well, sell them on eBay, as we talked about <laughs> earlier on. You get you get a, a punch in the nose if you did that to my boys. Uh, I've had many punches before. Well, okay. Are you, I lo- I love Halloween. I love it. It's brilliant. We buy a shed load of. Um... What are you waggling your head for? You're waggling your head like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> you nut job. Huh? I'm glad you won the award anyway. <laughs> 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 what is he doing with his finger? What is he doing with his finger? He's got very hairy knuckles. Yeah. You've got very hairy knuckles. Because I'm a werewolf. Yeah. Underneath it. Thanks for calling. What? He's a werewolf. He's a weirdo. That's what he is. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> Terrifying. That was freaky deaky, wasn't These it? These people live amongst us. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. 0344, thank you for that, Spyro. 0344 499 uh, 1000 is the telephone number. Calls straight to it. I like Halloween. I like it. We we have a, a shed load of sweets, and um, we kind of have... You can buy these tubs, can't you, that's got all kinds of sweeties in there and stuff. Yeah. And when the kid... We have a couple of those big um, tubs, and when the kids come, knock on the door, Oh, 
Oh, oh, you're terrifying. Oh, my goodness. Oh, please. Right, if I give you some sweets, will you go away? I really look forward to seeing yeah. them. Love it. I, when we, I give him the bucket and say, right, you can put a hand in. If there's one kid on his own, you say, go on, you can have two handfuls. If, if there's a group of kids, you grab a handful each. Perfect. Some houses, and, and our street is great, our little sort of few streets, because if there's a pumpkin outside that's lit, there's, you're in. Yes. You're in. You knock on the door. That's the standard yeah, etiquette yeah, yeah. now, isn't it? We don't knock on anyone that hasn't got got any anything outside. And some of them, they don't want to be disturbed. So they've got the pumpkin out, and then they've got, like, a big bucket of sweets, and they've got a little sign saying, one handful each, please. And, and don't knock on the door. Perfect. Fine. Because the kids love it. The kids absolutely love it. Yeah, I wish do. I wish we'd had it when I was six, seven, eight. I would have. It would have been such a thrill. We didn't do a trick or treating when I was a kid, but my mum used to let us dress up and we'd have a, like a little party. Yep. And you know, it was fun sitting in the dark. That's what it is about, isn't it? And the kids, my kids, love just what because my mum lives around the corner and yeah. my father-in-law lives around the other corner, and we've got um, friends, family friends that live just a little bit further along. So we've got a definite route. People who are waiting to see them. And they'll all do the face of yep. horror when they see them and pretend to be frightened. And it's safe and it's people who are expecting them and they love it. Yeah. And the kids, the most exciting bit for them is walking about in the dark. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Um, hello, caller. You're live on Talk Radio. Hello. Hello, it's me, uh, Babcock. Hello, David. How you doing, mate? <clears throat> I am. I don't know. How are you two? I'm all right. You must be busy this time of year. It's kind of your Christmas, isn't it? Ghost hunting wise. It's, it's not worked out how I'd like to, uh, to be, Kath. Oh, why? What's happened? Well, no one's booked me. Oh. Oh. Maybe they thought you would be busy. Yeah. Maybe they just assumed. The, the mother, the mother, the... Hey, Ian. Yeah, uh, yes. Um, I've, well, I've got... Uh, because, well, I was listening to an interview you did a while ago. Is he drunk? He's really slurring. I hope so. No, no, no. Just a bit, I'm a bit, a bit tired. Yeah. Listen to an interview you did, and um, you said that um, you you could um, your listenership currently is uh, made up of people from um, current people and then previous stations yes. that come along the way. Yes. In your in your head, could you dis- divide them up into different batches? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I, I won't be offended, but can have you got which batch would you would you say is best? Um. The best batch, I would say, is the are the people that listen to me on LBC, right? Um, but stopped listening to me on Absolute in three counties, and they didn't start listening to me again until I came here. Do you have you got particular names? Sorry, have you got particular names? Particular what? Specific names of people? Yeah. Well, no. Are you angling for me mm. to say that I think you're a good listener? Uh, no, 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 not particularly. Because no. I think you're one of the worst. Right. Not even... Well, um, slightly better than Andre. Or... Below Andre. Oh, no, that's harsh. Yeah, it's true, though. Above Paul and stop poses. You 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 are below this this caller. I don't know who this caller is. Let's see. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, am I on the air now? Yeah. You you, you um, David are below that caller. Gosh. 
It's not looking good, is it? It's not looking great, buddy, is it? Even worse than Nigel. Um, uh, <laughs> Nigel's one of my favourites. I think he's a genius. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a funny old game, isn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us guys and gals—I use guys in the non-gender specific way—will uh, fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. No lock in tonight, as we're off to Hull tomorrow, and, uh, and we're shattered. Night. And we are shattered. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Am I? Bloody hell! I thought there'd be a bit of uh, of a check before. Uh, oh, come on. We're taking calls. Uh, how are we doing? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. I've actually been listening to the radio. What would you like to talk about? Well, I, I've just been, like, I, I turned 30 on Tuesday. And because I was working, this is the only day I've had to celebrate turning 30. So I spent it drinking two bottles of wine and listening to vinyl records. Because I'm hipster like that, you know? Vinyl records, you say? I do, yeah. <laughs> so you're um, feeling what, a little one... bit merry, are you? Well, you will be at... Uh, quarter to one in the night. Um, the one thing I wanted to say or talk about, because I have no idea where anything about this. You know Brian May? Yes. Yeah. He, in apparently 1989, he released um, Who Wants to Live Forever, yeah? Yes. For the British Bone Marrow Donor Appeal. Yes. But it says, sung by Ian and Belinda. And on the front cover, there's one boy looking, I don't know, a bit of a clown, and a woman leaning on uh, Brian May's shoulder. Right. Yeah? yeah. Whatever happened to Ian and Belinda? Oh, I, the I, two people singing on the record. I'd never heard of Ian and Belinda before. Well, I hadn't either, but it was £2 in the charity shop, so I thought I'd give it a gamble. Right. And, uh, yeah... So I thought I'd, I'd raise awareness of, uh, of the plight Ian of and Belinda. Ian and Belinda singing uh, "Who Wants to Live Forever" for Brian May. Hang on a second. This, this, the, the, line two. Do you know what happened to Ian and Belinda? I think Belinda ran off with the milkman, and I'm not sure about the other one. Does that answer your question, caller? Well, no, because she's 13 on the record. Well, so uh, yeah, that was that was how long ago was that? 30 years ago. Well, 1989. So, yeah, 30 years ago. Um, yeah, well, when did, she, when did she run off with him? Well, when she was oh, of oh, legal age, of course. Dodgy round here now. Why are you celebrating your 30th on your own? Is that a choice or well, just the way it's, it's, it's happened? Um, uh, who knows? I mean, um... I went to the doctor on, well, a week ago. Yeah. No, over a week ago uh, for depression stuff. Here and we uh, Here we go. Go on. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, um, we get, now we're getting to we it. Go. Now we're getting to it. Let's have it. Come on. Uh, 
Well, d- well done. You for know go- what? This is- well done for going to the doctors. That's a that's a big step. What did they say? Uh, moderate uh, depression. The big D. He said. Yeah. Oh, the beast. <laughs> he called it the big D. Did we, I, know, I was I was looking at him. I was thinking, you don't know me personally, mate. I, I haven't even took my trousers down at this point. You don't have to take your trousers down to be diagnosed with the big D. That much I know. No, but a big D is slang for a. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You it's mean a millennial a big, joke. A big dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Voice of experience there, I think. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but 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 but, is, um, but but go on. So are you saying? And I'm aware you've had two bottles of wine tonight, so it's it's slightly I'm shouting through frosted glass. But are you saying that you don't have any friends? No, no, I have friends. Like, but it's um, I live a fair bit away from them, and uh, the 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 wife is in bed. Sorry, and uh, the only person keeping me company is the dog. Did your wife so, not yeah. feel like celebrating your thirtieth with you tonight? Well, she did, but uh, well. As I said, we was thirty on Tuesday, and we went for a curry and stuff. Oh, okay. But all I wanted to, but all I wanted to do was just sit on my own, listen to yeah. the records, as I said, and uh, drink a few. Well, drink well, say two bottles because that's all I bought. So yeah, that's that's how I want to spend my thirtieth. So well, I don't know. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah. Go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, and so are you feeling a little bit maudlin now? A little bit sanguine, a little bit uh, introspective, a little bit sad? Well, I don't know. Um, I was on, uh, I can't even pronounce the name of the thing, the cytoflam or cyto, whatever it is. Citalopram. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And uh, from what I read, you're not meant to feel anything for, like, the first two weeks, it's sort of fine, it's feet sort of thing. Yeah, it takes about two or three didn't, weeks to start doing something. Yeah. But yesterday, it didn't take it from pure, like, forgetting about it yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, I, went, I felt like I was going back to the, like, being all angry and yeah, yeah. everything, like, every, every clown on the road... Yeah, for some well, reason, I just wanted to. The thing with those talk. drugs is, is, is it, the effect is accumulative, which means you've got to take it every day. And if you miss it a day, well, then you. I have been told, and you need to speak to your doctor. But I have been told that if, if I, you know, to take it as soon as I remember. Um, but it, it, yeah, they the, the, the antidepressants are, are well known for if you miss a day, they can make your head feel like you've got electric shock. Some people describe it as, or you can feel a bit woozy or a bit nauseous or or something like that. See, all all I felt was just like bloody, like you know, just numb. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes total sense. Just like looking at him. But um, but what I want to say as well, while you're on the phone, is that, um, you know, this has been going on for like a year or something before I actually went to the doctor. Yeah. But from everything that you've gone through and everything, it's um, made it feel a bit more normal, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I know you have your own problems and everything, but thinking it's not uh, that much of a... um, What's the word? An easy way out of uh, difficult situations. What, um... Are you still playing records now? Uh, no, I was. I didn't want to be rude. No. Well, what, <laughs> what, what, what are you going to put on? What are you going to put on when you finish this phone call? Um, the next 
record to the Bruce Springsteen chapter and verse record. I'd, I'm not very up on Bruce Springsteen. He's, I've got a big Bruce Springsteen-shaped hole in my musical knowledge, but I, that sounds like an excellent choice. Well, I've got Shine a Light from Billy Bragg if you want to have that one. Yeah, go on, put, <laughs> put, put on a Billy, bit, bit of Billy Bragg. Oh, Jesus, it's going to... For God's oh, sake, don't wake your wife up, otherwise, really... Nah, she'll be fine. She's lucky enough to have me, though, do you know what I mean? Yeah, she, she is. Can... She is. To be fair, I had to stop myself from calling another bird. I have been for the last nine years. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, is that sexist? If she's cool with it, we're cool with it. Well, she's asleep, so who knows? Um... Are you in Birmingham at all with that rabbit hole thing? Well, this is the thing. We're in Wolverhampton on Saturday, November the 4th, and we were offered Wolverhampton or Birmingham, and I should have gone for Birmingham because we've got an audience in Birmingham. We don't got one in Wolverhampton. Never mind, you lives and learn. So we're in Wolverhampton. That's the closest we're coming for a while, I'm afraid. Well, I will try my best to come there and say and shake hands with it and buy you a pint. Do you drink? I don't drink, mate. Not at all? Nope. Not even water. <laughs> Jesus. With material like that. Listen, go and enjoy your evening, and maybe we'll see you next week. Take care, man. Yeah, take care, mate. Thanks for the call. There we go. It's the strains of Billy Bragg. Um, hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Hello. How are you doing? I'm just hearing my dad whipping up some pancakes. In your opinion, what's the best pancake filling? I'm, I'm classic. Um, lemon. Lemon and sugar. Yeah, I like a cheeky Nutella now and again, you know. That is, you are you are disgusting. Disgusting. You don't put Nutella. Oh, you, don't, you don't put Nutella on a pancake. Nutella <laughs> on a pancake. You don't put flipping lemon on a. Of course, pancake. you put flipping lemon on a pancake. <laughs> that in my, when I was growing up, all you were allowed to put on was lemon on a pancake. Then we bloody join Europe, and then it's like jam, <laughs> and it's bananas, and it's Nutella, and it's Marmite, and it's ice cream, and it's wrong. It should be you get a plastic lemon, not a real lemon. You muppet. You get a plastic <laughs> lemon, and you squeeze lemon juice all over it. That was quite vicious. Thank you very much indeed for calling. Who's coming on with his Nutella? Millennials. And the thing is, it never was a real lemon. Suppose yeah. you didn't have real lemons in... in, in uh, when is pancake? It's March. Shrove, yeah, it's March. So we Shrove wouldn't Tuesday. have had... In the 70s and 80s, we wouldn't have had lemons in March. No, because, you have a squeezy one. Yeah, that's why you get a squeezy one. The thing is, we'd have a bit the squeezy... sugar as well. We'd have the squeezy one. It'd be like one from like two years ago still oh, in yeah. the, the, the fridge. You keep them for ages. You get a bit of re- uh, like brown residue around the um, spout, but you can wipe it off. <laughs> Catherine, please don't discuss your medical problems. <laughs> <laughs> On the show, it's neither the time nor the place. There's no brown residue no, around my spout. Oh, dearie, dearie me. I haven't checked lately, though. Oh, man, I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. Um, uh, Nutella. 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 There'll be none of that post-Brexit. I don't like any of that. You know, I'm not a fan of chocolate and nuts, really. I don't really think the two go together. Don't like And Nutella, I think, is disgusting. Chocolate spread as well on toast. I'll get real. It is quite claggy. Well. Oh, dearie me. Bag puss. Probably the last call of the evening. Go on, line two. 
Don't forget the Jeff Lowe on Pancake Day. Sorry? Don't forget the Pancake on Jeff Lowe. Yeah. He, he's talking hey, about Mr. Pancake Lee. Day, but I don't know. Yes? yes? Okay, Mr. Lee. Yes? Okay. Stick him up. Stick him up. I'll stick you up, stick you up, my bum. No, I won't do that. No, I don't, don't mean do that. that. At all. Gosh. No, 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 not at all. So remember. Remember. Spring back, fall forward, right? Yeah, spring back, fall forward. So on Saturday night, I normally do it the night before, but technically it's like one o'clock on the morning of the Sunday. Um, uh, the clocks uh, go forward. You're going to lose an hour's sleep, guys. Um, although, if you've got kids... Well, the... They don't respect that stuff. No, they don't respect any of that stuff. I'll tell you what I'm dreading. I've got a load of stuff out there I've got to pack up. I'm dreading that. I'm dreading the drive home. I'm dreading getting into bed. I'm dreading falling asleep. I'm dreading getting up. I'm dreading coming to get you. I'm dreading driving to Hull. I'm dreading everything. What a ray of sunshine. <laughs> this weekend's going to be bloody miserable. Just tired, man. God, I've had three and a half hours sleep since I was last sat in this chair. That's you wouldn't you wouldn't even treat cattle as badly as that. I've been like this all week, and yet look at me, sprightly. Shut up, man. You've been grumpy this week. Mm, You've had a right cob on. Um, We will be back on Monday at ten o'clock. Don't forget, go and download the podcasts. Go and tell everyone they can listen to Talk Radio on DAB on app. And online, this has been the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle, uh, on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search "time to change" to find out more. Uh, go and download the podcast if you type in Ian Lee uh, uh, Talk Radio or Rabbit Hole. Get that one as well. We'll be back on Monday at 10 and maybe we'll see you in Hull on Sunday. Ta-ta! <laughs>